This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. All right, it is Wednesday, April 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention eased its guidelines Tuesday on wearing of masks outdoors, saying fully vaccinated Americans don't need to cover their faces anymore unless they are in a big crowd of strangers. And those who are unvaccinated can go outside without masks in some situations as well. The new guidance represents another carefully calibrated step on the road back to normal from the coronavirus outbreak that has killed over 570,000 people in the United States. For most of the past year, the CDC was advising Americans to wear masks outdoors if they were within six feet of one another. The change comes as more than half of U.S. adults, about 140 million people, have received at least one dose of the vaccine, and more than a third have been fully vaccinated. The CDC says that whether they are fully vaccinated or not, people do not have to wear masks outdoors when they walk, bike, or run alone with members of their household. They can also go maskless in small indoor gatherings with fully vaccinated people. But unvaccinated people should wear masks at small outdoor gatherings that include other unvaccinated people, the CDC says. They also should keep their faces covered when dining at outdoor restaurants with family uh, with fr- uh, family or friend, I'm sorry, with friends from multiple households. And everyone fully vaccinated or not should keep wearing masks at crowded outdoor events such as concerts or sporting events, the CDC says. The agency continues to recommend masks at indoor public places such as hair salons, restaurants, shopping centers, gyms, museums, and movie theaters saying that it is still safer uh, is still safer to keep uh, your mask on if there are vac- unvaccinated people around. Philadelphians uh, in need of coronavirus vaccine are urged to stop by the Pennsylvania Convention Center this week. The mass vac- vaccination site has 4,000 extra doses that need to be used by Thursday. Uh, they're saying no appointment necessary. You can just walk up. They just ask that you arrive before 4 p.m. You know, my wife was down at the convention center. She got her her shot, and uh, they're, they're like, you know, even though she had a scheduled time, said you just just yeah, come on down, yeah. just come on down. Well, so there's they, but they have four thousand doses that yeah. need to be used by Thursday. Like, yeah. yeah. So across the country and here in southeastern southeastern Pennsylvania, many are dealing with uh, vaccine hesitancy. The experts worry that the vaccine hesitancy uh, will derail attempts to end the pandemic. President Biden said the bottom line is clear. If you're vaccinated, you can do more things more safely, both outdoors as well as indoors. The CDC says while 55 percent of people 65 or over in Philadelphia are fully vaccinated, only 34 th- percent of people over the age of 18 are fully vaccinated. So they're encouraging yeah. the younger group uh, to get vaccinated as well. In under-vaccinated communities, the city and FEMA have started street teams at grocery stores and other places encouraging people to get vaccinated. I mean, it's no surprise that when the vaccine vaccines started rolling out, you know, you couldn't get a, uh, you, you couldn't get a sniff at it, right? Yeah. It was really, really difficult. Now they're, now, throwing, now they're throwing them at you. And yeah. I think, um, I want to say it was in Milwaukee Bucks, they were offering up vaccines to anybody eligible that was going to a game, right? Like, yeah. so they were going to a game. Wow. If you and you were eligible, it was like, yeah, we've got. Well, like, like um, three or four weeks was it? Or maybe even longer. Maybe a month ago, a friend of the show, Dave McGrogan, was in a supermarket down in Florida, just happened to be picking up stuff, and there was a table there. You want, you want your, your shot? And he goes, uh, oh, uh, the flu? No COVID. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, sure. Okay. He put down his groceries and got a shot. 
Yeah, so at the convention center um, until Thursday, you can just walk up. You don't need an appointment. Uh, Just get there before 4 o'clock and you can get your vaccine. Philadelphia officials announced a further expansion of indoor dining in the city as reported COVID-19 case numbers fall and vaccination process continues. On Tuesday, Philadelphia Health Commissioner Dr. Thomas Farley announced that indoor restaurants can expand to 50% effective May 7th. Should restaurants meet the city's ventilation standards, they can expand to 75% capacity. In addition to increased capacity and the number of people People permitted per table will also be expanded from four to six and tables can be made up of people from different households. The outdoor dining table maximum will be raised to 10 people, which is an increase from the previous limit of six people. Tuesday's announcement also included the resumption of indoor catered events at 25% capacity with a maximum of 75 people. If the case count continues to fall on May 21st, the city may increase the cap to 150 people. And this is it now that people of various heights can eat at the same table? Stop. Currently, restaurants in Philadelphia are limited to 25% indoor capacity unless they have met enhanced ventilation standards criteria, uh, which allows indoor dining rooms to fill at 50% capacity. Dr. Farley insisted Tuesday that if the case count continues to drop, more changes will be coming to capacity limits. Officials are strongly encouraging people looking to take advantage of the new expansions to get vaccinated first. In sports this morning... The Flyers lost to the Devils 6-4 last night in New Jersey. The what the fuck is it? The Flyers scored three times to erase a 3-0 deficit. Then Sean Couturier tied things up again at 4-4 with just over seven minutes to play. But the Devils got that goal back 11 seconds later and added a late empty netter to end a 10-game winless, winless streak. Brian Elliott made 21 saves in the loss. The two teams are back at it tomorrow night with another game in Newark. The puck will drop at 7 o'clock. The Phillies lost to the Cardinals last night in St. Louis. What the f- Carlos Martinez pitched two-hit ball in the eighth inning for his first win as a starter since 2018, leading the Cardinals to a 5-2 win. Paul Goldschmidt and Tommy Edmond hit two-run doubles, and Nolan Arenado doubled twice as St. Louis won for the fourth time in five games. The four-game series continues tonight, and Vince Velasquez will get the start. Game time is at 7.45. And the Sixers play the Atlanta Hawks tonight in South Philly in the first of back-to-back games between the two teams. Tip-off is set for 7 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. Welcome I, you to Wednesday. What? I propose we take those drops of you that I play every morning in sports and offer them up to the TV stations. Yes. Yeah. What yeah. the F is this? Yeah. Yeah. You can use that. Don't you think so? Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, I think they would add a little yeah. flavor to these sports games. In the middle of Deuces is reporting. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the best. <laughs> and then I will give them also, just to make everything even. I think it would add a, a welcoming, you know, appeal. Sure. I mean, they try to project that they have a sort of a visceral reaction. Yeah. You know, they're sports fans, but yeah. nothing like those yep. exclamations would accentuate it more. Well, we'll contact the local news stations and see if they're interested see in what that. They say. What kind of follow up we get? Is this? Crickets. Do you have the crickets? Somewhere. Yeah. We got some stuff planned for today, so hopefully you're going to hang with us for the course of the program because two opportunities, of course, to win the money with the money clip contest. It's easy to do. If you haven't been on board yet, we'll walk you through it. Very, very simple. 8 and 10 a.m. to get you started, and then noon, 2, 4, 6, and 8 p.m. So don't miss those opportunities. Uh, We're going to go on Fox Good Day, which is something we do on Wednesdays. So we'll do that as we get closer to 8 a.m. And we also do on Wednesdays 
a secret text word today. We have a chance for you to win a digital download of the action thriller Wildcat, which stars Luke Benward and Black Mirror's Georgina Campbell. All right, so text the word secret to 39333, and we will send a word back to you later on. We'll ask you to call them with the word. The designated caller wins that, and we'll grab a random text or two, so two ways for you to win that. We also have a guest on the program today. It will be the first time that we speak to the offspring of Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Yeah. And she is in a show that is featured around here, the mayor of Easttown, and it is Sosie Bacon. That is her name. It is Sosie. Is that how you pronounce it? I think it? it's Sosie, yeah. S-O-S-I-E. Really cool, unique name. She was apparently named after like a set designer that... Kira Cedric was working on a movie and no loved kid. the name and something like that. Yeah, All so right. on a crew and she fell in love with the name and that's how she got it. All right, so around 9 o'clock we will talk to her. We'll test her on her Delco accent and see how that's come along for the show. Um, so these things and more are going to be happening through the course of the program. I hope you're going to hang with us. We've got some good tunes to play as well. We'll come back in a second. whole bunch of entertainment stories as we get started and a stupid question to give you something to boot. So we'll be back in a moment. Stay put. Not only can you hear Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the Weekly Rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let the bob flow. This morning as you're getting up and moving, hopefully that puts a smile on your face. You're headed in. It's definitely going to feel island-ish yeah. today. Caribbean type with uh, the warmth that we're going to get this morning. So soak it in. Enjoy. And uh, hopefully you're going to have a great day today. We'll do what we can to help move that along. We have some money to give away with the Money Clip Contest coming up at 8 and then again at 10 alone on the President and Steve Show. Uh, so uh, don't forget about that. All right, that's it. That's I, I got no more. That's I it. I don't know where she is. She's, she staged a walkout. I guess she did. She's tired of sinkholes. Romano is not yeah. here. Uh, she, uh, she's been gone for a while. So Marissa is running off to the bathroom. Maybe she's stuck. You know, you got locked into a stall. One I did. Time, I had to rip the door off. Maybe she's. <laughs> I did. I, I literally Locked tore the door. Hey. There she is. Did we get stuck in a stall or? I was just taking. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was, um, no, I was taking a hairy one and I got wrapped up. <laughs> hairy one. Uh, no, I was talking to Kristen down the hall and I kept peeking down. Yeah. Usually I can see the on-air light, but apparently I didn't see the on-air light. <laughs> yeah, I was rambling for a while there. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's all good. All right, so NJM Insurance Group traffic maybe? Yes. Okay. Uh, Route 47, Delcy Drive in Glassboro at 322. There's emergency construction, so both directions we have shut down and you are being detoured. Uh, the Tocconi, Tocconi Palmyra Bridge is up for a drawbridge opening. Uh, 55 northbound jams from Deptford to 42. And then 95 southbound, we're starting to slow from Cutman through to Bridge on the boulevard. Southbound, slow broad to Fox. This traffic report brought to you by... 
Scott Valens, there are pl- still plenty of reasons to refinance with rates near historical lows. Jump at the chance to save thousands or cash out on your equity in time for that summer pool. Get in touch with the Scott Capital Group now at scgloans.com. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right. Thanks, Kat. So we're going to do the stupid question this morning. We are going to give away MLB The Show 21. I have a question. I got a booze question Ooh, this morning. Yeah. That's my topic. Has to do with Johnny Walker. Scotch, okay? So the uh, the logo is Johnny Walker, and it's called the Striding Man. So he's kind of taking a walk. Right. And what is the slogan that accompanies the Striding Man logo? 215-263-WMMR. Let's even know the answer to that. What is the slogan that accompanies the Striding Man logo on a bottle of Johnny Walker? Call is, now. It, is there, in fact, a Johnny Walker? Yeah, Johnny Walker was the person who uh, started selling his whiskey in Scotland. There you go. He originates from. There's uh, red, black, blue. Blue's the most expensive. Blue, uh-huh. you can spend like $500 on a bottle yeah. of. Wow. And I have had a chance to have that before. And you know what? I didn't like it. You didn't, didn't like, like it? Oh, man. I don't, really, I don't like scotch. Uh, I like. I, I love bourbon and other whiskeys, but scotch, I've tried to acquire taste for it, and I've had really, really good scotch, and just doesn't do it for me. I so. told, told you about this hotel I stayed at in, uh, in uh, Scotland that was a boutique hotel, and every room had a scotch-type theme to it, so they would. Oh, there was always complimentary scotch. You know, tastings in every room, and I'm like, this is perfect for me because I don't drink. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, I have a friend named Johnny Walker. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. kind of a cool name to have. So we're gonna go through some birthdays today, Wednesday, April 28th. It is Jessica Alba's 40th birthday wow. today. Wow! Yes, I remember when she was a, a young 20-something. Was it Dark Angel? Was that the series she was on? The the, the James yeah, Cameron I series? So. Yeah, yeah. It was the first time we saw her. It was like a, a Fox series, and then she went on to do a whole bunch of things like. Sin City and other stuff. The first thing I remember seeing her in, and she had a small role, uh, was a movie called Never Been Kissed. Yes, with right. Drew Barrymore. And yeah. She was one of the popular sexy girls. And I was, I remember seeing her. There were three attractive girls, and I was like, that one's really, <laughs> really uh-huh. hot. And yeah. sure enough, she ended up uh, taking off, and uh, her career has just been blossoming, especially with her. Honest company. Yeah. I mean, she's she's done the lifestyle brand, and it, it's huge. It's huge. It right. It's made yeah. a ton of money for her. I think she was probably mm. the first like major A list celebrity that I met when I started working with you guys. She came into the she studio. came into the studio. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that was a nice day. So she's forty today. Happy birthday, uh, Jorge Garcia ah. Hurley from Lost, and of course he was on Hawaii Five O, and uh, he turns forty eight years old. Today. So he pretty much just does stuff that's based out of Hawaii, and I don't think I could blame him. <laughs> no. Dude, for I mean, that. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Yeah, he and a handful of others. I think Daniel Day Kim stayed there. Yeah. And Terry Quinn stayed there for a while. Why oh, wouldn't you? Funny. Why yeah. wouldn't you? I would do like all in the family if it took place in Hawaii, you know. <laughs> uh so Jorge Garcia is forty eight today. Uh the very beautiful and talented Penelope Cruz has a birthday as well. Uh, she in movies like Blow and Vanilla Sky, Vicky, Cristina, Barcelona. Christ, I hate that movie. I never saw it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's bad. It's, uh, to me, it's like watching a glacier. It's just, do something, will you? She's 47. Uh, Steve, the great Anne Margaret. Oh. Big birthday for her today. She's 80 years old. One of my major, major crushes as a kid. And the reason for that is, mm. for some bizarre reason, one day they took us out of elementary school class, brought us into the gym, and the gym teacher was kind of a horn dog anyway. <laughs> <laughs> 
played uh, uh, Bye Bye Birdie yeah. for the school. I mean, it was like, I, it was, I mean, we loved it, but I'm like, what is that? Yeah. That, that is, I like that. That redhead. Yeah, yeah. Man, she was something else. And uh, I remember in Big Bye Bye Birdie, because I remember the first time I saw it too, Steve, she, <laughs> her vocal style was very, very staged. Yes. So it's, <laughs> these yeah. really big vibrato. I'm like, wow, she's <laughs> really singing hard on that, isn't she? But what a stunner. What a talent, too. Um Grumpy Old Men, she had a revival in She's great as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course, you go Here. back to, she was even in Tommy. This is the opening of Bye Bye Birdie that yeah. they, it was, they tacked on. This song doesn't even exist in the musical, but the director, like, we need something like this. And we're looking at the video. She is so pretty. What a knockout. Uh, yeah. yeah, she is uh, 80 years old today, Anne Margaret. Uh, Jay Leno, Tonight Show. Knockout. Fame is uh, <laughs> 71 today. So hot. Yep. <laughs> Can you see my ass in this? I do squats. And uh, <laughs> he's just living his life now, tinkering with his cars. And uh, I love his car shows. Oh, I, I, I love um, the guests that he has on. Yeah. He can literally hop under the hood of just about anything and do real deal repairs on it. Yeah. He's, yeah. A, he's a gearhead. Absolutely. All, all the way. All the way. Uh, he's 71. Uh, I didn't know this name, but certainly should. His name is Chuck Laval. Laval. Lavelle. I'm Chuck, sorry. Chuck Lavelle, yeah. Yeah, the keyboard player? Yeah. Uh, he's played with everybody. I mean, like, the biggies. Rolling Stones, Eric Clapton, Allman Brothers. He's on uh, Clapton Unplugged, and uh, Eric shouts him out a couple of times from... Uh, from the mic. He's I thought he great. said Chuck Bell. Yeah, right. Because well, I didn't know who Chuck Lavelle <laughs> yeah, yeah. was. Yeah. He so. says Chuck Lavelle. Chuck yeah. Bell. It's, it's, it's exactly what it sounds like. Can we get some Taco Bell? Taco Bell. Burritos are brave. Very hungry. Could we get some Taco Bell? So Chuck Lavelle, obviously a huge talent, uh, 69 years old today. Uh, Elizabeth Rome, R-O-H-M is how you spell her last name. Kathy, she was on One Life to Live. She played Dorothy Hayes. Did you watch One Life I to Live? I wasn't One okay. Life to Live person. Uh, she was also on Law and & Order and uh, a few things here and there. She's 48. Did you uh, know that there's a big soap opera convention, Kathy, going out? Did you see this advertised now? No, but I went to one. Oh, you did? Okay. <laughs> I went to one years ago. So it wasn't like a convention. It was um, it was at a ballroom. Like, it was yeah. a, a formal event, but you had to wear, like, a gown. Like, we got really, really dressed up. The, the really? stars that came. Yes, they were from multiple different um, soap opera shows. And I don't know why or how we got involved, but me and two of my friends ended up going. <laughs> it was out in, like... I think it was like Reading area and uh, a, a friend of mine, I think she thought she was uh, going to like really score one of the score, guys and, and she was like big time hitting on one of the guys and I forget who he was, <laughs> but I have like the, the pictures that we took that we took the film really? and got it developed. Yes. And uh, he ended up being like, no, no, thank you. Yeah. And she was like devastated <laughs> that, oh. yeah, that they like weren't. It's going to happen tonight. A new couple. Michael Damien will be mine. <laughs> Jack Wagner. Elizabeth, Elizabeth Rome is 48 today. Uh, Paul Gilfoyle, who played uh, Jim Brass on CSI. I know who that guy is because my wife and I watched. <laughs> she she wanted us to watch every episode. And, uh, he was the guy kind of back at the, yes. the police. Yeah. He was the cop, uh, the, the real cop that they, as opposed to the investigator of the, the um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um Terry Forensics. Clark. Oh, okay. Anyway, he's 72. And then the last birthday I saw, Bridget Moynihan. Yes. Oh, she's a big uh, fan of our show. That's she right. shouted us out one time. She retweeted uh, about the Camp Out for Hunger. 
It was pretty cool. Correct me if it seems like we mention Bridget Moynihan's birthday like nine or ten times a year. (laughs) Maybe we do. I love her. Um, Uh, She's great. And she has a son with Tom Brady. Yeah. Uh, She is 50 years old today. So some several uh, milestone birthdays today. And Margaret, Bridget Moynihan, and Jessica Alba all celebrating uh, decade birthdays. I wonder if they get together. Maybe they uh, they have a little uh, book club or something like that. I don't know. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. And I want to know what the name of the, or what is the slogan that accompanies the Striding Man logo with Johnny Walker, 215-263-WMMR, the number. And we are going to go to Frank. Hey, Frank. Good morning. Good morning, Frank. What is the slogan that accompanies the Striding Man logo? I believe it's keep walking. You got it. Hang on, Frank. We, sir, are going to give you MLB The Show 21. MLB The Show 21 is fun for both hardcore and casual baseball gamers, no matter what your play style. MLB The Show 21 is covered. You can get it now for PlayStation and Xbox consoles at theshow.com. Click contest WMMR.com. You have another chance to win that way. Johnny himself did not drink. I just found that out. No way. He did not drink. No, yeah. He invented the whiskey and named it after himself, but he himself was a teetotaler, yeah. Do you know the whiskey's original slogan was for those not-so-fresh days? Wow. (laughs) I wonder how he perfected his formula and all of that. Yeah, here, try this. Is any good? Is this good? I wonder if he drank at one point and then quit or just eat. Wow, interesting. Yeah, interesting little story behind the guy. All right. Um, let me dive into some other stories, though. We're going to start with this. Uh, Meghan Markle, Prince Harry are joining President Joe Biden and First Lady uh, Dr. Jill Biden in a star-studded night. It's called Global Citizens Vax Live, the concert to reunite the world. It's going to be on Saturday, May 8th. The event aims to uh, inspire vaccine confidence worldwide and to help get the COVID-19 vaccines to everyone everywhere. Harry and Meghan have uh, signed on to partner with the White House's We Can Do This initiative uh, to increase public confidence in the vaccines and encourage prevention measures. It's kind of pretty cool because what they're going to do is they're going to have sort of a um, American ninja set up, Preston. So they're all going to run the course. I love it. Yeah. Uh, President Macron of France, Prime Minister Trudeau of Canada, Prime Minister uh, Plenkovic of Croatia will also appear. Selena Gomez will host and Ben Affleck, Chrissy Teigen, David Letterman, Gail King, Jimmy Kimmel. uh, Did you see Ben Affleck? I did. Uh, Nomzamo uh, Mbatha and Olivia Munn will also appear. Jennifer Lopez, her, uh, Jay Blavin, Eddie Vedder, and Foo Fighters will also perform. So oh, that's cool. So yeah. how long is this thing? You know what? I don't know what the length of it's it will be, hour. Steve. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, just, it's, it's a half-hour comedy um, yeah. variety American show. Ninja hybrid. Mm-hmm. Uh, the concert is Run! <laughs> pitching philanthropists and world leaders to pledge a total of $22.1 billion to fight COVID and get doses, tests, and treatments to the entire world mm-hmm. by the end of the year. So that and, is uh, going to be on May 8th. And it caps up with them revealing who the mass Singer is. So I, that's I hope so. Because I'm dying. Yeah, the know. prawn. Yeah. Uh, Caitlyn Jenner, and I would love to have been here for this, had a meeting with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh. That's right. And he told her that she could win. I don't know what you're saying. What are you saying? Does that mean anything? Is that English or Austrian? I don't understand. Uh, Sources say they spoke. Your mule took a crap on my shoes. Your mule just ruined my Jimmy Choo's. That's right, he's got a mule inside the house. (laughs) If you remember from the video we saw. 
So, well, you know what? It's actually a wise move to confer with Arnold because yeah. Arnold won any last recall. Yakety yak. Don't talk back. <laughs> All right, so how does it go again? Yakety yak. Don't talk back. Yakety yak. Yakety yak. Back. Okay, got it. <laughs> You're right, Steve. Yes, he did. Uh, sources say they Get spoke... to the chopper. Uh, before... No, it's chopper. Oh, sorry. Chopper. Uh, sources say they spoke before she made the announcement that she was running in the GOP ticket to unseat Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom. It's not a tumor. Uh, Tuma. Tuma. I got it. Tuma. Uh, Schwarzenegger told Jimmy Kimmel the same thing on his show, that she could win. He did, however, not endorse Jenner. Uh, Jenner's family is less than enthusiastic about her prospects of running. The Kardashians are reportedly not going to stump for Jenner. And TMZ reports that her sons uh, Brody, Brandon, and Bert don't feel she's qualified and are pretty embarrassed that she's running. Really? Uh. Well, that's too bad. Well, are they all... I just assume they are all liberal and she's uh, conservative and maybe that's I don't why. know. I don't know. Yeah, that's probably it. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, in other news, Jenner's dog Bertha is... I do on- not want a cookie. Is on. <laughs> You're, uh, that's good. That's yeah. good. Thank you. Uh, Jenner's dog Bertha is on the mend after suffering a nasty injury, and I don't know the. My de- nipples are very sensitive. Uh, the <laughs> details of that. That sounded pretty good. Thank that's, you. That's close. I'm You're, trying. You're getting it. Yeah. Thank You're you. If you want to win the governor's seat, then you you need to have the proper yeah inflections. You have to know the lines. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. My nipples are very sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> All Get right. to the chopper. Uh, let's see here. As Godzilla versus Kong, yeah, starring Millie Bobby Brown, performed much better than expected given the circumstances of COVID and so on. In the original movie, King of the Monsters, lackluster box office performance. A threequill is expected with Adam Wingard set to direct again. Uh, oh, so he just he directed the most recent one. I believe right? so, yeah. Right. So according to the Hollywood Reporter, the concept being floated is Son of Kong. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong has crossed $400 million globally and is the top-grossing Hollywood-produced movie since the pandemic well, hit. They're going to have to correct something now in both these, Son of Kong and Son of Godzilla. You got to have another, you got to have a female Godzilla, something. Mm-hmm. Who's he banging? Yeah. Where does this? Not unless they're they they're asexual. They reproduce that way. I mean, there's 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 only well, it's, we it's know son, son of Kong, right? But there's yeah. also son of Godzilla. Oh, is there son of Godzilla? Yes, I'm sure that's in the works as well. So maybe he could uh, reproduce asexually. I don't know. We don't know much about Godzilla. He's he's well, kind of a hey, mystery, but definitely not Kong. Well, Godzilla definitely could. Not. No, he's got a, he's he's more yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a simian. He's, he's a, yeah, yeah, he's a mammal. Why do we assume that Kong is a man? Wouldn't we, we know it? Him? He's all man. Well, I, I don't know. Do um, wouldn't he be Queen Kong? Yeah, he'd be Queen Kong. I, okay, fair, fair point. I'm but sorry. I just uh, I didn't see any low hanging fruit, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, they left that out. In fact, can you on on uh, apes or do they? I've, I've never. In, Does in, there, is there junk is external? There, I mean, yeah, that's a it's, good question. Apparently, it's pretty small. I remember. Like, yeah, we, yeah. We talked one point about yeah about animal genitalia. Yeah, but even on Kong, it would be big enough. You're right. right. But it'd be, yeah, it'd be, it'd be the size of a, a <laughs> proportional VW. You know, yeah. But, yeah, it'd be yeah, the size of me. Be as yeah. tall as Steve. <laughs> I want to see King Dong. I want to yeah, see. There actually was a movie called King Dong. Of course, there was. Well, maybe it's a maybe it's a rom com. Like he's he's romancing this lady, and that's about how they have the baby together. Oh, the, the next yeah. Kong the movie, next one, yeah. Four Weddings and a King Kong. <laughs> that could be it. Could be something like that. We'll have to see. <laughs> <laughs> An inspiring story. Johnny walked into her life. <laughs> 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 All right.
Uh, so anyhow, uh, we will see if that comes to pass or not. But and son, how big his junk is and whether there's a Mrs. Kong. Son of Kong. We'll have to see. What a goddamn day today. Uh, <laughs> sit down. I'll make you some dinner. I'm fighting these things that are apparently prehistoric. <laughs> and yet I've never seen them. And I'm, I'm on an island. You think I would want to cross... I don't even know why they evolved that way. They're like snake things with, uh, to give me a, give me a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just think about it tomorrow. Just, yeah, you want to you know. do a little grab ass? Chloe <laughs> <laughs> Kardashian. Come on. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's take this upstairs. Come on. <laughs> what are you doing? It's <laughs> a little finger stuff. Oh my God. There's no little finger yeah. stuff in here. Yeah. Oh, it's bigger than my penis. <laughs> no, it's perfect. <laughs> A lot of gorillas are like that. It's okay, baby. It happens. No, no, no. Not to me. <laughs> it's those dumb lizard things I met today. You can't stop thinking about yeah, it. It's distracting. Forget about the lizard things. Come on, stars. Uh... Let's have some oysters. <laughs> okay. Uh, should I move on to Chloe yes, Kardashian yeah. now? Okay, thank Same you. Same size. I have the floor now. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that. There you go. <laughs> King Kong marries Chloe Kardashian. Well, she took Tristan Thompson back again during the pandemic, and fans hoped that the third time would be a charm for the pair. As many may recall, uh, Thompson was busted for cheating on her when she was pregnant with their child, and then again... Uh, with her sister Kylie's ex BFF Jordan Woods. Yeah. The third time around, it was alleged on uh, on an Insta- with an Instagram model Sydney Chase. She claims that she and the Boston Celtics player hooked up in January. Okay, so let me give you this quote. Okay. <laughs> okay. Apparently, she said on the No Jumper podcast when asked about Thompson's uncut unit. Yeah, yeah. She said it was a peekaboo D, but baby, it was good. She said, he told me he was not in a relationship anymore, anymore, so I said, okay. Uh, We talked. We hung out multiple times. We went out together. Everything had happened, and then I found out he was not single, and I cut him off, she said. Uh, Page six has reached out to Tristan and Chloe, but no word back yet. When did this tryst take place, did she say? Was Was it while he was trying to make amends with Chloe Kardashian, or was it part of the original it was in Jan- of- it was in January. That's, okay, that's the only thing I know. So I don't know what the status was of of Chloe and Tristan at that time, and as far as repairing things go. But it was in January, and supposedly they were still a thing or something like. Look that. at this woman. Yeah, stunning, stunning, absolutely. And she's so peekaboo D. If that's what she said about him. She said it was a peekaboo D. Is that one of the members of Paw Patrol? But baby, it was good. <laughs> oh, okay. So this is uh, for some reason I thought it was Jordan Woods who was saying this. This is the different girl. Yes, yes, correct. This, okay. is a, this is a an All Instagram right. model. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. now he's he's back and totally committed yeah. to Khloe Kardashian. Yeah, of course he is. <laughs> All right. So a judge on Monday ruled Michael Jackson's companies had no legal obligation to protect boys from sexual abuse and dismissed a long running lawsuit against them. This is Michael Jackson's companies. So Wade Robson, one of the subjects of the 2019 HBO documentary Leaving Neverland, filed. Uh, The lawsuit in 2013, Robson alleged that uh, Michael began sexually abusing him when he was seven years old in 1990 Mm. and continued to do so for seven years. The suit was first dismissed on statute of limitation grounds, but was revived in 2020 after California amended its state law to give plaintiffs in in child sex abuse cases more time to sue. Robson had accused Jackson's 
loan-out companies, yes. MJJ Productions and MJJ Ventures, are facilitating the singer's abuse against him and others. In his ruling, Judge Mark A. Young held that the companies had no ability to control Michael because Michael wholly owned both of them throughout his life. Uh, Robson's attorney said that he would file... Uh, appeal uh, for the decision. So. I was following this story a little bit, and they, they, they've done some things that actually bizarrely favor uh, the the predatorial people. Uh, some of the laws that the way they've redone them in California, a lot of people protesting them, seem to be, you know, yeah. Really? Yeah, and it's, it's, it's alarming to some people. Um, I, I can't say that I'm super well-versed in it, but on my sort of general surveillance of what's going on it seems a little weird yeah i don't know so, anything about that stuff yeah interesting it's All troubling right. listen i'm not saying didn't have my way with a few of the boys oh dear lord i did <laughs> oh, man. all of a sudden he's yeah, in yeah. animal house like, <laughs> i will not stand here and listen to you bad mouth united states of america uh i'm gonna move on to something a little lighter elizabeth banks is going to voice Pebbles in a new Flintstones series for Fox, a primetime series. Uh, the animated series called Bedrock will be set 20 years after the events of the original series. Huh. I don't and... know where I fall on this. Okay. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, they've, um, they did the, uh, the, the Pebbles yeah, series, they, they Pebbles and Bam Bam. Yep. And they also did a movie, an animated thing in 1993 I was reading about earlier this morning where Pebbles was voiced by Megan Mullally. I don't remember huh. that. Don't. And then there were the live-action films, one yep. with uh, like Rosie O'Donnell and uh, John Goodman. I think they might be able to do it smart enough now. Uh, so Michael Thorne, president of, Entertainment for Fox, uh, president of Entertainment for Fox Entertainment, said, Long before the Simpsons in Springfield, the Griffins and Quahog, or even when the Belchers started serving burgers on Ocean Avenue, there were the Flintstones and Bedrock. Uh, their imprint on the animation universe is undeniable, and the idea of adapting it for today's audience is a challenge we here at Fox are very much looking forward to taking on with Warner Brothers, Elizabeth, and Lindsay. No pressure whatsoever, really, it says. By the way, you'll remember that Anne Margaret was on the Flintstones as Preston. That. Do you remember her name? Wait a minute. Um, give me a hint. Anne Marg Rock. There you go. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember that. It was always the case. Um, and I was reading a little bit about the, the, the plot. It, it's 20 years after, and they're starting to enter into the Bronze Age, I think. Is oh, what, is that it? So All th- right. Things are going to be uh, updating in, in technology okay. and advancement, so there will be a new twist to it. It's not going to be just the same old gag. I, 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 I enjoyed the original series. used to watch yeah. it all the time. It's still on now on MeTV. It's on like at 5.30 or 6, right after Adam 12, I believe. Right. That same old gag thing, that was like a big thing. Remember, like, because we were talking about Do- yeah. Bob Newhart the other day. Yeah. And that whole My Brother Daryl thing. Right. They did that, like, every single episode. Sure. Yeah. And people were like, ah! My right. Brother Daryl. <laughs> yeah. Well, the classic thing with the Flintstones was the, the tiptoe bowling. There are a couple. Yep. They're, yeah. they're running through the living room and passing the same couch 4,400 times. Yeah. Right. Uh, but, uh, and I, the various animals yeah. that were used as appliances. It's a living. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 so the, you know, the garbage disposal or the can opener. Or, or the bird is the, the, the record player. Yeah, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. So, it's um, a living. Yep. Uh, but we'll see how it goes. But it's Elizabeth Banks. Yeah. You know, I mean, she's she's helping out with that, and she's uh, a hell of a talent. So it Remember, Wilma that. would use a penguin as a vibrator. Uh, <laughs> it's a living. Wow. <laughs> uh, wait a second. I got to hold my breath. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't shower much back then, you know. <laughs> she used a penguin as yeah, a penguin. 
Wait, I hold my breath. We would just sit there and shiver. <laughs> it's a living. Oh, my God. My cousins are canaries, and they work as bud plugs. <laughs> well, they're smaller. Yep. Exactly. Thanks for that. They can hold their breath longer, I guess. Yeah. Wow. All right, hold one second. Go ahead. Barney was using those. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a penguin in her hooch. Hey, Fred, Wilma's got a penguin up there. <laughs> I know, Barney. That's how she gets off. Huh. I don't remember that episode. Dave Harbor? <laughs> those ran after 10 p.m. Oh, God. Yeah, 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 it was, it was meant for adults. Flintstones mm-hmm. yeah. mm. after dark. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm. Flintstones AD. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was porn instead of porn hub. It was yeah. porn rock. Uh, yeah, BC was yeah. The, the stuff in the in the morning. <laughs> all right, uh, we can go all day on this, yeah. but we're going to move on. After grieving her husband Prince Philip's death, Queen Elizabeth is back to her royal duties. On Tuesday, she made her first official appearance following Philip's funeral, uh, and she was seen. Oh, grinning. I thought it said grinding. <laughs> I thought it said gurning. She's gurning. <laughs> no, what's this? I'm sucking my chin into my mouth. <laughs> Wait, do we have the bell? It's, a, let's walk, it's the gurning. <laughs> her Royal Majesty will now suck her chin into her mouth as part of the Royal Gurning. <laughs> Her Royal Majesty will contort her face by sucking her chin up into her mouth. If you're not familiar with gurning, it's when people like take their false teeth out and suck their lips into their mouth. If you know what bitter beer face is. Yeah, yeah. that's what gets gurning. <laughs> so she was seen gurning during two virtual audience uh, during two virtual audiences with Windsor Castle. So yeah. Prince Charles will gurn simply by standing there. No, it was grinning is oh, the word oh. I, I read incorrectly. So <laughs> By the way, this very bell came from England. No. Really? Yes, it did. Wow. I ordered it on Amazon and it came and there was a uh, uh, the the parcel information said from England, so wow. maybe it's the one the Queen uses. It might be. Might be. Just Where's start... my goddamn bell? The, the, the gurning. I sold it on Amazon. Hmm. Uh, speaking of all things royal, the Crown is denying reports that producers are having a hard time finding anyone to play the beleaguered Prince Andrew for the fifth and sixth seasons. Well, really? yeah. Well. I, I don't know why that would be the case. I have watched so yeah. many shows with, like, serial killers. Yeah, it's yeah. not the case. Okay, okay there okay. was a rumor, oh, so it's right, not right. the case. All right, so um, it will begin shooting in June, season five, Will. It says, uh, according to a rep, they said there's absolutely no struggle to cast any role for this season, uh, fifth season of The Crown, and it's normal practice for productions to advertise in Spotlight. Apparently, they were advertising for okay. people to play the role. Uh, so just to run down who's going to be who. Imelda Staunton will uh, take the throne from Olivia Coleman as Queen Elizabeth. Jonathan Price will succeed uh, Tobias Menzies as Prince Philip. And you know who Jonathan Price is. If you see him, you're like, oh, that guy. Menzies is slang Men- for menstrual cycle. <laughs> Menzies is the guy's name, Tobias Menzies. He was in Game of Thrones. He was great. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Price was. He played uh, the the head of the the uh, that religious cult, yeah, the, uh, yep. the, the Sparrows. Yep. Um, <laughs> 
Excuse For this, it is. Okay. Leslie. Do a Leslie Manville is taking over uh, Helena Bonham Carter as Princess Margaret, and Elizabeth Debicki is replacing Emma Corrin as Princess Diana. Elizabeth Kanicki. Uh Dominic West is reportedly set to take Josh O'Connor's role as Prince Charles, so they're having no problem uh, casting that film. The actress who played uh, Camilla Parker Bowles in the last season won an Oscar the other night. I had no idea that she had written that. She wrote... Um, well, it was a promising young woman, right? Oh, oh no yeah. kidding. Yeah, and she, and they, they filmed it in like 21 days, and uh, like she was pregnant when it was happening, So, um, and then she came up and accepted, and uh, and they re- referenced the crown. That's okay. cool. Yeah. Nice. All right, uh, let's see. A couple other quick things. Uh, Steve had uh, sent me this article, and it's very, very interesting. Uh, the film Citizen Kane. Uh, for decades, many critics and film scholars thought Orson Welles' 1941 film was hands down the best movie ever made. According to the black and white dramas, 100% fresh score on Rotten Tomatoes has long wise uh, reflected that honor. Yes. But not anymore. Citizens Kane's score across 116 reviews has been reduced to a mere 99% <laughs> fresh. And the ranking slip is due to a single. Negative review that was recently unearthed by Rotten Tomatoes as part of the site's archival project, which focuses on resurrecting critics and publications from the past and adding archived reviews to classic films. That project discovered a Citizen Kane review that ran in the Chicago Tribune in 1941 (laughs) and is only available online as a scanned newspaper clipping. Last month, the review was quietly added to Kane's page. And the review's headline is on point given the circumstances. So it states, Citizen Kane fails to impress critic as greatest ever filmed. If that sounds like somebody went to the theater with rather high expectations, the review confirms as much. And apparently the review said, you've heard a lot about this picture. And I see by the ads that some experts think it the greatest movie ever made. And it says, I don't. It's interesting. It's different. In fact, it's bizarre enough to become a museum piece, but its sacrifice of simplicity to eccentricity robs it of distinction and general entertainment value. <laughs> uh, the review went on to pan the film's iconic use of shadow, which is very well done. It's uh, and incredible. It's, it's brilliant. The yeah. movie is brilliant and, and deserves all of its accolades, but it's funny to hear a detracting review. It goes on to say about the use of shadow, it gives me the creeps, and I keep kept wishing that they let a little sunshine in. Uh, yet he praised Wells in the title role as a zealous and effective performer. Uh, the critic apparently didn't put their real name on the piece, which is kind of standard, uh, but they used a pseudonym, at, which was May Tinney, uh, uh, or Matinee. Ah! Matinee, oh. P. Opcorn. <laughs> uh, whoever wrote it managed to pen a bomb that took 80 years to effectively detonate and blow up Citizen Kane's perfect score. You know, I have not uh, perused what what's currently sits at 100% on well, Rotten Tomatoes. Well, I will give you a list there of those you go. if you like. So yeah. there, are, uh, there are few films that are better than Citizen Kane, according to them, with 100% scores with, by at least 40 reviews, and they include The Terminator. Mm, wow. At 100%. Mm-hmm. Toy Story. Paddington 2. At 100%. Before Sunrise, Man on Wire. Oh, that is the uh, the story of the tightrope walker who went between... Isn't that it? I right? don't man know. Man on the Wire? The, uh, the, the, it, the says, it, just, it says Man on Wire. Philippe Petit? I don't know if it's Man on a Wire, but it's... Man on a Wire. Man on Wire. 
Uh, but there's also the usual classic films that you would expect, uh, like Frankenstein, The Grapes of Wrath, and The Maltese Falcon. Okay. Uh, so it, it is, uh, yeah, Man on Wire. It looks like that's it, Steve. Yeah. Uh, was the one, uh, what was his name? Philippe Petit. Philippe Petit. Correct. The tightrope walker. All right. And then one more. Well, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll save this uh, for another time. Uh, we we got to get to clips already because we want right. to make sure we stay somewhat on time this morning. Uh, we will begin with this one after moving to a small town with her husband. A young artist begins to uh, suspect uh, that their home is hiding a dark secret in the new movie Things Heard and Seen. And here, star Amanda Seyfried explains why she accepted her role in this film. It was kind of hard to, to pass up, you know, playing Catherine in this story because I love how this old house, which I'm obsessed with old houses, how it takes over this these people and... There are a lot of uh, there were a lot of elements that felt very grounded, but also a lot of supernatural elements, and I love mixing the two because you just don't know what to expect. <laughs> uh, Things heard and seen is available for streaming on Netflix tomorrow. So this sort of sounds like there was a movie years ago. Did you guys ever see the movie called Burnt Offerings? Nope. Mm-hmm. About a house that was actually would draw the life energy from the people inside of it. No. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sounds uh, similar to that plot. A little bit. Yeah. All right. Here's the next clip. Oh, man, the new season of Handmaid's Tale plans to satisfy viewers by answering the questions that have been set up throughout the first three seasons. In this clip, star Elizabeth Moss explains how the pandemic led to her directorial debut. If a director finished their work and left and they didn't want to come back and quarantine for two weeks, somebody had to direct it. So all of a sudden, I was like the sort of director on hand. Yeah. Uh, season four premieres today on Hulu. I'm excited. That's a show that my wife and I absolutely love. So. Are they are Yay. they well past any of the original author's material? Oh, way, way, yeah. way past. Yeah. I ended up reading the book yeah, um, yeah. The, over the past few months. And, uh, yeah, it's... Um, it's it's way different. It did the the end of the first book kind of leaves you hanging, and this goes further. Doesn't she have a, a dinosaur named Dino in this? And yeah, the, you've it, seen it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what's up. So uh, anyhow, <laughs> that is what we have in the entertainment report this morning. We're going to take a break. We will be back in a moment. We do have a uh, few opportunities to win some cash this morning with the um, uh, Presidency Money Clip Contest. Don't miss that. We're going to go on Fox Good Day and. We're going to have daughter of Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick, Sosie Bacon, on the show this morning around 9 o'clock. We'll be back in a sec. Stay with us. This Thursday, WMMR celebrates our birthday, April 29th, 1968. The day the switch was flipped from Sinatra and Company to the Marconi Experiment, beginning an amazing run playing everything that rocks for the best listening audience in Philadelphia. To commemorate this special day and the impending return of live music, Pierre will take up residence in the MM archives and feature the best live music we've recorded over the past 53 years. Happy birthday to us. 93.3 WMMR. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I was looking for some uh, some things to chat about this morning on the President and Steve. We show. just have too many things to chat. There about. actually That's is the a problem. lot. There, there actually is a. There are a whole lot of things here that that we can go to. Um, so you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna dive right into this thing I saw online yesterday, which I thought was kind of interesting, and was always curious about. Uh, there's a website called Body and Soul, yes. and they decided to do a 
a study and see how long most couples have sex for. Like when they're actually in the throes of coitus. Yes. How long does it last? It measures an average time uh, to completion. So I'm, I'm going to you know, have to word this yeah. properly, but it's from insertion to completion. Right, to when they shoot. Uh, well, there you go. Yeah, you could do that too. To when one of them shoots, when when one of it's over, uh, and so oh, yeah. the question is, how do you do a study like this? Okay, so because there are variables, it's a, measuring the average time is not a straightforward matter. Reading yeah. this article, it says, uh, what about just asking people how long they take? Well, there are two main problems with this. One is that people are likely to be biased upwards in their time estimates because it's socially desirable to say that you go long into the night. You want to pad the time a little bit. The other problem is that people don't necessarily know how long they go for. Sex isn't something people normally do while monitoring, you know, the clock by the bed. Don't you have like a NASCAR clock over your bed, Preston? An unassisted time estimation may be difficult during a transportive session of lovemaking. It's true, like, like if you throw somebody up on the on the kitchen table. I remember in years past, like, trying to glance at the clock real quick when it was starting, uh-huh. and then to look to try to back see. over and just see, and I never remembered to just look the TV afterwards. Just leave the TV on, start at the beginning of the theme song of a sitcom, oh. and by your first commercial break, you can kind of judge how long you <laughs> Okay. So, what time is it? Can yeah. you wrap this up? But you're essentially saying this is how it's not how long the act lasts; it's how long the guy can last. Oh, um, no, that's a, that's a, no, yeah, that's, that's a well, well, yeah. yeah. well, that is how long the act. Lasts. I know. Well, well and no, so not necessarily. Well, I was going to ask, how long can you go after you're done? Do you know uh, what I mean? Like when you're done, are you like okay, tapping out? I'm well, done. Well, yeah. I, I think there are variables in this, Preston, and and to, to your point. Until everyone gets their cookie, is 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 this based on everyone getting their no, cookie? No, 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 no. This or is just the guy. This is the guy. Yeah, this is the guy right. from oh, okay. from like I said, insertion to completion. Yes, got it. When when that is done, right, sex is this over. Is, right. This is coitus. We're talking. This is about. coitus. Yes, yeah. exactly. I so, just to say coitus. but, but yeah. wait a minute. So, Casey, it's like you're saying ramen. you're saying after you yes. are, are, have completed. Well, yeah, you keep going for as long as you can. As but long that's, as you can. That's it, it. Ain't that long? Or no, at least no. it's never been that long for no, me. It's Why like you 20, good for a few more minutes. minutes? Like no, I. But it, it's as long as I can, and it's kind of yeah. funny. Like an extra two hours. It, that's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, these are things I don't really care to know about. So you it's, guys. it's only a handful of seconds. It's not going to make that big of a difference. It's a handful study, of something. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, yeah. All right. What's the question? Yeah, he wanted question? to know. He's hitting on you, Preston. Can't you see? Just skip it. You you want to know if if you keep going when you're done? Well, how long? He asked. Uh, I don't know. I've this this is actually the truth. This is getting turned into something I don't necessarily know. I was. Uh, I don't. I can we uh, play a tape back? Because I don't know what I said. <laughs> okay, so here, which you, 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 you wanted to find out. You wanted to find. I asked you if you keep going. Uh, that's that's a, I, I wasn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't assert anything. I didn't insert anything. I just asked you a question. Do you keep going? Uh, yeah, I keep going until I can't go no more. Right. Yeah. And then that's... Until you're actually hemorrhaging. That's yeah. when it's yeah. done. What's the time on what, you, the, what okay. you're reporting on? All right, so here's the deal. The, the, the general population involved 500 couples from around the world timing themselves Ooh. having sex over a four-week period using a stopwatch. Like okay. They literally had them go. break out a stopwatch and win... It started when when things go in when when the train pulls into the station, hit the start and then. So did she have a stopwatch on a headband? Yeah, right. I, no, you you had to have it nearby. Oh, okay. So not on their headband where you just like tap them on the forehead when you start it and then tap them again when you're done. 
So there was a huge amount of variation. Uh, the average time for each couple uh, ranged everywhere from 33 seconds to 44 minutes. And that is an 80-fold difference. So there is no one oh, wow. normal amount of time, according to the study, weird. to have sex. We have already had a, a few conversations like this. There's where, an average, which I'll tell you about right, in a minute. Where most people, Preston, and, and we had a number of... Uh, of our uh, female listeners call in and say, past 10 or 15 minutes, uh, enough. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, think yeah, so. yeah, enough. So uh, it is clear there's no normal, but the average, the median technically, okay. across all couples, though, was 5.4 minutes. Uh, that's the average. And that means that if you line up the 500 couples from shortest sex to longest sex, the middle couple goes for an average of 5.4 minutes each time that they do it. So that... That actually would give me time to do everything I need to do and go make a sandwich. Um, yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, Five point four minute minutes, and then four minutes to make the sandwich. That sounds, you know, I, I, I and like I said, I've never, I've never really. I should time it sometime and see how that how that goes because I've always been. I've had a ballpark figure in yeah. mind, but there are times <laughs> where you've it, done it in the ballpark. It varies, and there there have been times where it's been like lickety split. Sorry. <laughs> oh, when I was I was really excited <laughs> when I was first with my wife. That was you were like this. this if if some sort of crew doesn't show up to capture this for the news, yeah. uh, this is not this has not been a session that I wanted. One of the best representations of that in a movie is in Singles. Yeah, uh, where he's he's uh, oh yeah, he's, he, he's daydreaming about basketball. Yeah, yeah who yeah. is it? There's a professional... the X Man. Yeah, Xavier who, McDaniel. He's in it, and, hey, Steve, and he's don't... giving an interview. Yeah. Hey, Steve, don't blank yet. Yeah, hilarious. It's so accurate, outstanding. I loved it. But you know, the old idiom was think about baseball. Right uh-huh. now, I think about singles. Uh, now you yeah. think about singles, obviously. And I, I've heard. Um, you know, think of uh, start counting or think of a math yeah. problem or something along those lines. <laughs> Gary Lauer. If, if you need. Oh, oh God. my God. That would do it. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Just have this in your Don't mind. Don't shoot your little <laughs> dick. Oh, dude. Ew, 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 ew. Oh. Wow. <laughs> oh, my God, that sound. Uh, oh. <laughs> oh. So Imagine if that was the sound. In oh. this, there were some interesting secondary results, too. For example... Uh, condom use didn't seem to affect the time, hmm. uh, which some people have uh, oh. said it can desensitize, maybe yeah. make things last a little bit longer. No, I, I, I don't. Yeah, oh, they, so they would not. Yeah, okay, got it. And I was neither ask a stupid question. Uh, neither did men's being circumcised or not, which uh, challenges some conventional wisdom regarding sensitivity and its relationship to staying power. What was that referred to as earlier? Peekaboo D or what was that? Peekaboo D. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Any reference to uh, antidepressants in that article? No. Uh, because I was on an antidepressant uh, for a stretch, and um, it prevented me from crossing the finish line. Wow. Um, I've heard that. Yeah. How and, depressing. <laughs> well, it's an interesting wrinkle in uh, sexual interactions because um, there was no less sexual desire and there was no less um, lead in the pencil, but there were, I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't yeah, do what couldn't... I wanted to do. To start, wow, okay, yeah, and I think it was and is well that... butrin, and and it's it's not a um it's not uncommon. It happens to I think it's mentioned in the in the in the litany side of side effects. I was yeah. wondering, yeah. yeah, okay, yeah, it's uh it's a weird side effect. Failure to satisfy yeah, your yeah. woman. <laughs> failure well, to satisfy your woman. No, the opposite. Oh no, failure, failure to satisfy you. Over satisfy your woman. I yes. actually um received some raves <laughs> during yeah. that time. Wow, because I couldn't. Finish. Your lover might be too satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. base her expectations of further sexual encounters. Uh, so it also didn't. What ma- happened? It also didn't matter which country the couples came from either, unless they came from Turkey, in which cases their sex tended to be significantly shorter, uh, three point seven minutes, uh, than couples from other countries like uh, the Netherlands, Spain, the United Kingdom, and the United States. I assume war-torn areas, they want to wrap it up quicker, right? Probably, yeah, just, just out of avoid survival. Yeah. Uh, and another surprising finding was that the older the couple, the shorter the sex, contrary to prevailing wisdom. Wait a second, that would stand to reason for me, I think. The older, you, the, you know, just your, your hips get sore. Yeah, maybe. I can't do this. <laughs> Matt locks on. Yeah. Where's the pudding? Let's wrap this up quickly. I have a gurning contest to go <laughs> Wow. Uh, there is some very graphic stuff in this. That to I, read them all. That I couldn't even go Bill's into. Bill's out of town. <laughs> it's, it's very, very specific in uh, I would say this. It's uh, descriptions. I, so uh, let me let me hop in here and guess if I can some of these. Uh, the different menu items, do they, do, they, do they stray from simply straight on coitus and go into nope. other menu items? Nope. It's okay. straight up. Do they have things that involve spectators? Nope. Okay. Nope. They what about Regis, as they, he mentioned? No, he's well. He's that's a whole other chapter. Uh, you want you want me to run the stopwatch for you, Hulk? Um, I got it right here. Uh, so right, go. Uh, it goes into specifics about why does it last any time at all? Anyway, I mean, sex just need to achieve what needs to be done. Big babies, right? Exactly. Should just be you know in and out. You know, and your body should be able to do it. But That's but, how Joey and I do it. Why all the thrusting and bumping? And it goes into details on that, and I didn't really read it because I knew we wouldn't be able to Listen, use I it. i got to be honest with you. What? When I get together with Joey, it's one stroke and done. <laughs> That's it. And if a baby hasn't resulted, we consider that a lose. Oh, wow. We put that in the no column. Okay. But we may love it to death, but one push and that's it. Okay. Uh, well, that's... It's uh, almost like a mayonnaise dispenser. That is uh, too bad for her. i got to let her know. No, she, is, she loves it. All right. She has bad hips. Hang on. I'm going to go to Gary talking about the antidepressants. Oh. Hi, Gary. You're on the air. Oh, Gary. <laughs> that's, that's Gary in the throes of passion, by the way. Oh, Gary. Right, what's up, Gary? I, I'd like to confirm I only have two testicles. I'm not. Uh, oh, oh you don't have three? Yes. Most Garys have three. I know. Okay. Um, um, to, to verify, actually, what Nick just said, I was prescribed an antidepressant specifically for that reason. I'm a guy under 30, and, and you know, it was a little hard to bring it up to my doctor, but I did. I said, look, I just really do not last very long at all. Okay. And he prescribed an antidepressant, and it worked. And, wow. Do you remember which one it was? Side effects. Uh, like Nick was saying, there was no less desire. Yeah. There was no, um, like he said, no length of pencil chains. Right. Um, but it, it did help last a little longer. Uh, Nick had asked, do you remember which medication it was? Uh, I don't recall off the top of my head. Okay. and Well, Bridgen, you said, right, Nick? Yeah, I, well, I was on a few different ones, and, and actually Dr. Mike helped me wean off of one and then right. uh, start another one, but I think that was the first one, and, what, and that was one of the side effects. What, what was it, Nick? Uh, I believe for me it was Wellbutrin. And Dr. I Mike... Don't... Tr- moved him over to Raging Boner. Yeah. Right. Uh, Gary, take, yeah. let, let me ask you this. Were you, were you satisfied with the results? Um, my partner was, yeah. Okay, and then did you continue to use it, or are you okay without it now? Yeah, so at first, he, at first it was, you know, take every day to kind of build it up, and then it was, uh, if you think it'll happen that day, you know, you go ahead and take it. Okay. Yeah. All right. There are so many things in right, that thanks. realm now that are organic and shots and things of that. Anything that's – and honestly, the best thing to do is to 
Just discuss it, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you mean with your partner or yeah. with your doctor? No, with Gary Lauer. With Gary. Yeah. <laughs> Sit down and yeah, have yeah. a conversation. Uh, so what Gary? can I do for you? Gary! <laughs> wow. The doctor is in. Uh, and, and this is just a reminder that, uh, you know, because Gary was saying that uh, he was, you know, embarrassed to talk about yeah. it to his doctor. Don't ever be embarrassed to talk about anything uh, to your doctor because that's what they that's do. What they're there for. They've, they've heard it and uh, they're not going to be judgmental. They probably have some pictures of other patients. Maybe they do. They could show them to you. <laughs> Look at this. Yeah. Get, He's going to crack you up. <laughs> Where do you see this? It looks like a cabbage. Wow. Okay. Uh, so anyhow, if you were if you were curious, 5.4 uh, minutes huh. is apparently the average in this particular study. So maybe you're doing okay. Yeah. That. Of course. All right. Uh, I just realized we're in the junk drawer. Are we? Yeah, because okay. there, are, there are a lot of interesting Wait, stories. Whip that out without preparing. One with, that need to be uh, put together. So, all right. Uh, I saw this story. I thought this was very interesting. Uh, did you know that? So, rental cars in some cities are really expensive right now, like insanely really? expensive. Because, well, there's a couple of reasons. Um, first of all, they um, the rental car company, as a result of the pandemic. Uh, they started, they had to change what they were doing because people weren't renting cars. Yeah. They were starting to sell them for a fraction of their normal price. uh, And they were renting them at a fraction of their their normal price. And now as things are starting to come back on board, uh, there are fewer of them and they have to charge a lot because they're highly in demand. I was talking to our friend Matt Ritter from Subaru yesterday and he was saying that because of supply chain deals with like microchips and things of that nature, Mm -hmm. stuff that goes into the making of new cars... That the used car market has, has all but depleted, so you will pay far more now for a used car. Oh, no kidding! And that if you are in the market, and he, his advice is, let um, things are coming back online as far as the supply chain, um, you know, reestablishing itself. So wait for the more new cars to come out. That will drive the prices of the used cars down. Um, so an interesting side effect: this you may have not considered in Hawaii in particular. U-Haul trucks are becoming the new rental car. Oh, so you can wow. rent, like, for a date? Cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. For, for anything. And, sure. and, well, it's tourism, so if you want to, if you're, if you're, if you got a trip to Hawaii. Sure. And you're going to need a car to get around the island, people are renting U-Haul trucks. Wow. Just Let's to go get for around. a romantic drive to the mountains. Yeah. I'll get a U-Haul. Uh, while the trucks are usually used for moving, tourists are now renting them because the rental car prices have skyrocketed. And, in fact, the cheapest rental car in Maui in March, the cheapest rental car. Was seven hundred and twenty-two dollars a day? No, seven hundred and twenty-two dollars a day. Yeah, that would be high for a week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that sounds a little like gouging to me. Uh, you, well, it's Hawaii. What are you going to do? Well, no, 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 not just for Hawaii. But you were saying that uh, because they sold off all their inventory, and now that there's a demand, they have to. They don't have to, but now that there's a demand, they're like, well, people have to rent cars now. So let's charge more. Do you remember we were talking about at the at the beginning of all this, uh, how over at the Wells Fargo, there were loads of cars mm-hmm. that yeah. were in the parking lot. They were all the overflow used car and, I mean, uh, rental cars. and Yeah, because most of the rental car, a lot of them were uh, were out being used. Yeah. And so they didn't need all the parking spots. And they had them all coming back in. They had to park them somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I always thought it was a bad idea to buy a car that was a rental car because people don't treat rental cars very well. They, they beat them up. and That's the word. I don't know. I, I don't know if that's or sure, are the cars no more idea. durable now? I know, I when, know the ex- the lifespan 
of cars today is is much longer. Right. When I rent a car, and we do from time to time, uh, when we travel, I, I don't purposely drive it any harsher than I would cause just because it's not mine. Right. No, but it's yeah. just... But some people might. It's just used more yeah, and yeah. used by more people. Yeah. Although you can get, like, I feel like you can get... I've heard good deals on, you know, a newer model yeah. if well, it is used as, like, a loaner or a rental. Kathy, they'll sell them. And, and, and the ones that do, and I don't know if this is now is not going on because of what you just said, Preston, but the, a lot of the places that sell it will sell it with, like, a 100-point check, you know, where everything is being reviewed to sort of uh, quell your fears that you're getting into a death trap. Here, hang on. I'm going to go to uh, Vinny. He can, uh, he can speak on authority with this. Hi, Vinny. Good morning. Hey, guys, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, man. What's up? Hey, so uh, my friends actually uh, went to the Masters a few weeks ago, and they couldn't find a rental car anywhere. So the next best thing, they thought, hey, let's go check the U-Haul. They rented a 10-foot box truck and drove it onto Augusta National. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. How many people were riding in it? Uh, th- there was only two, but okay. uh, it would have been like a party thing. That would have been awesome if they actually did, did that. But uh, no, and, there was only two people in there. And so did they put anything in the back just for the hell of it? <laughs> no, all they had was their luggage, and that was it. It was hilarious. <laughs> they drove right onto Augusta National with a 10-foot box truck. They said nothing about it, and they allowed them on, and they had a great weekend. That's great. Let me ask then, and, and uh, just in general, Preston, for this case, Thanks, if you – if you, uh, so with like a Airbnb, mm-hmm. can, can the average person what rent out their car? Oh, oh. I don't know what the rules are like on that because we, now they're doing swimming pools. Yes, they are. Philly yeah. rideshare is is you know different things. Yeah, could is there a mechanism mm. in place for for someone who has a car that they're not using to rent it out? You're gonna have to you're gonna have to have proper insurance agreements. Yes. So I I don't know what the legalities of that are, Steve, but that might be an avenue people may not have considered. I mean, I'm if you're, if you're letting really them get sure. in your pool, right? You right. know. Good question. Uh, let me go to some calls. I'm going to go to Colin. Hey, Colin, good morning. Hi, Grandma. Hey, Hi, Grandma. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. So um, my line of work uh, brings me across rental cars very, very often. Okay. Um, and I, I think you guys were talking about it a little bit earlier about buying rental cars. Yes. I strongly, strongly, strongly suggest to, to not do that. Okay. I mean, people, people think it's not their car, like, they lend it out to other people, and they just destroy these vehicles. Huh. Um, they drive so hard, and then the insides, like, I, I, I'm shocked and, uh, uh, that people, like, are okay with giving it out to their friends and their family members. So, so they're held liable. Someone has to be held liable for it. So you're saying, th- so we were, we're getting conflicting pieces of information. You're saying the old belief that rental cars are just Get get the crap kicked out of them, and they would not be a valid vehicle to buy used. You're saying that I, it, that's true. Yeah, I, okay. I stand by that. All right, okay. all right, all right. Thanks, man. From somebody who uses them a lot. Yeah. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go back to the U-Haul thing. I'm going to go to Matt. Hey, Matt. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? What's happening? I uh, this is the first time I've ever called into a radio station. Ah, welcome, <laughs> sir. Glad we can diverginate you. <laughs> uh, what's your story? So uh, I just I heard the U-Haul stuff. I actually um, I used to do movie theaters all over the country, and a lot of times uh, U-Hauls were the choice because they were easy and fairly cheap. And uh, actually, a side note, I didn't have a driver's license for a very long time, and that was one thing they barely ever checked. Excuse me? 
I used to be able to rent U-Haul trucks without a driver's license. Yeah, that must have, that must have been a while. When, when, yeah. when you say you do movie theaters, what do you mean specifically? Uh, I used to do flooring. Oh, okay. Right, hang on, Matt. So how long ago was this when you weren't using a driver's license to rent a vehicle? Uh, it's been a few years now. How many years? Uh, three, four years. So not Are that you long ago. Wow. You go, you, how the hell could they rent a vehicle without a driver's license? What about proof of insurance? Uh, well, all that's insured, and I had, uh, you know, I have a flooring company, so I have commercial insurance, and I had an ID that had the driver's number on it, so all oh, the all information's right. there. They just sometimes hey, Matt, check. Very why, rarely. Let me ask you, why didn't you have a driver's license? Um, uh... Uh, all right, so yeah. first, it right, took a while, but we got to the curse. Yeah. It's his first time calling you. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't know that. Uh, so you spent Sorry your 20s doing a lot of dumb stuff. All right, so you got it yes, You yes. got it revoked. Yes, correct. Okay. 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 Interesting. All right, yeah. uh, that's, yeah, yeah, and that's why they check for driver's license. Right. You do dumbass. All right, thank you, Matt. Appreciate it, man. Wow, Okay. Uh, but apparently, getting you, I, I assume he he said it's. I guess it's cheaper than a regular rental car. Man, when I first time that it, that we were taking a family trip somewhere that we were going to have to get a rental car for you know like a week or whatever, I took a look at the final number and I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. <clears throat> I mean, it's expensive to rent a vehicle for four, five, six, seven days. It's really pricey. I've always gotten good deals on rental cars. And a lot of times, <sighs> Kathy, going through Rudy, the travel agent that we, we use, yeah. he will get extraordinarily good deals. Yeah, Preston, can you go to Jeremy on the the, uh, the phone screen here? He says, what line's he on? He is on line eight. Okay. Uh, hi, Jeremy. Good morning. Good morning, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. What's up, Jeremy? Uh, so there's actually a website called Turo that you can actually rent personal cars. Yeah, a lot of people are texting in about this site. It's T-U-R-O.com. Oh. And, Steve, it's basically Airbnb for cars. There wow. we go. Yeah. Okay. So I came up with an so, idea that already exists. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good so idea. If you, go, if you go to, like, a city that is, like, Miami or Los Angeles, you can actually rent high-end, like, you know, luxury cars like Lamborghinis or right. Bentleys. It all depends on what like the market is out there. Jeremy, okay. do you know if the if you become a a lending member or on Turo, does it require any uh, insurance enhancement? I don't. I, I've okay. never actually lent out my car. I yeah. just have looked into. Because I would love to rent a Lamborghini one day. Right. <laughs> Hi, yeah. Jeremy. Wow. Appreciate it, man. Thanks. You know, I had heard yeah, that um, if you want to get a cheaper rental car rate, like if you're flying into a city that uh, you shouldn't rent it right at the airport, yes. uh, that you should like maybe take a cab. Is that true? That's I've that, heard I've that heard that's the case. I wouldn't would that the convenience of having it at the, at that, the airport yeah, is pretty yeah. much worth it because when you head back for your flight, mm -hmm. you I just you drop it off there and dude, you well, walk to you the You will terminal. pay the most if you rent your car on the tarmac because that's. <laughs> Case, I did that a couple of years ago, and I, I did a low-rent place, and it was, I found it through Expedia or some travel site or whatever, and I it was I, we did a, a week in the Keys, and um, I regretted it as soon as I got to the car rental It place. wasn't Hertz, oh, really? it was Squirts, and their slogan was, we don't even try. <laughs> yeah, Squirts. Squirts was pretty lame. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been on property, and then you have to take a shuttle to get yeah. back to the airport, and then 
If you're, you have to be way early just to no. Like Pierre would never survive if he had to no. do something like that. I felt that. like I, Steve Martin in Plain Strains and all my right. you know, like it just it was it was a place that just didn't care and it was terrible customer service. I agree now. a thousand percent. And you think okay, I'm gonna say, and you know what? It's just not worth it. Right. Uh, what does four four mean? It means we need to be out in one minute. Oh, okay. So He's doing the love connection two yeah. and two. Yeah, I wasn't sure he, he threw <laughs> two fours at me. I you was can like, actually wrap it up now. I didn't know if you wanted me to go to line four twice or not. Yeah. Um, all right, well, anyhow, if you are, and somebody uh, is on the phone lines who can't go to him, uh, was saying that it was uh, Brian who uh, booked a trip to Hawaii. The rental car price has tripled Whoa, since oh he God. booked it. Oh uh, so, yeah, U-Haul might be an option for you. But the, the uh, an 18-wheeler. president of the U-Haul in Hawaii said uh, the surge in demand is primarily for our smaller vehicles. He said, of course, this now also means the shortage of U-Haul trucks for people who actually yeah, need, who need to move. U-Haul. Yeah, is happening as well. That's what I was thinking. Oh, that sucks. All right, listen, we got got to wrap it up. It was a quick junk drawer. Sorry about that. Uh, We had sex and rental cars. (laughs) I think we can combine both of those, by the way. And uh, when we come back, we're actually going to talk to Fox Good Day. Yes. And we have your chance to win $500 in our first run with the Presidency Money Clip Bizarre File 2. We'll be right back. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with Drive Up and Go at Acme. Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We've got a couple minutes real quick. I'm going to do a shout-out. Uh, this says, Good Morning It. This is uh, from Karen Graves. She says, Thank you, thank you, thank you. You guys are freaking awesome. Keep me sane all day long. My husband is a Marine, and we have to move a lot, but yeah. I get to take you with me wherever I go. That's awesome. Can I get a shout-out to the Marines in 3rd Battalion 1st Marines from Camp Pendleton? They just returned from a seven-month deployment, and we are so excited to have them back. I included a picture of my kids who are so excited to have their dad back as well. And she says, love you, Karen, not a bitch, and will not ask for the manager. <laughs> so here's a shard out, and that's for a 3rd Battalion, 1st Marine. That's great. So thank you, guys, uh, and welcome back home. It's wonderful. Uh, keep in mind, we do have a secret text word. Uh, your chance to win the digital download of Wildcat with Luke Benward and Black Mirror's Georgina Campbell. Uh, text the word secret to 39333. We will send a word back to you and ask you to call in with that word. Designated caller wins. 
And we'll have a uh, random texter as well. So uh, that's now. Yes, case. So I just wanted to one and a half minutes. Okay. So uh, I just wanted to bring this up. Um, so uh, there is going to be a boxing match. It is the Philadelphia Police Boxing Team versus FDNY, Jersey City Police. Ah. It's actually going to happen this Sunday, and it's going to be outside at the FOP Lodge 5. That's on Caroline Road. Um, it's going to be in the rear parking lot, so it will be uh, outside. And, you know, looking ahead, it looks like the weather's going to be really nice for this. So On what day? Uh, Sunday. So, oh, yeah. yeah, gates are going to open uh, around noon, and then boxing will start after that. So, um, you know, information, if you want to call for that, you can go to 267-338-6609. It's a great facility they yeah. have out there. But uh, you can also look, uh, you know, do a search for Blue Flame Football uh, because it's actually the football team, uh, the it's Philadelphia Police and fire football team. They're the ones who, I guess, put this together. Nice. But, yeah. You want to do some outdoor boxing on Sunday? That's the place to do it. Nice. All right. Uh, coming up in a little bit, we are going to have your chance, your first chance at winning uh, $500 with our uh, Preston and Steve money clip. So uh, we do that again at 10 a.m. and then noon and 2 and 4 and 6 and 8 p.m. Uh, details, WMMR.com. Keep in mind, if you enter through the app or WMMR.com, you might win the $10,000 grand prize. So we want you to take an opportunity to win the biggest prize yes. possible, so we recommend that you do that. And also, a little bit later on, uh, we're going to have uh, Sosie Bacon on the show. She's going to be around 9, and she's the daughter of Kira Sedgwick and Kevin Bacon. Mayor of Easttown is the show that she is Bacon. in. And uh, <laughs> we'll see how her, her Delco accent is coming along. Uh, we're just a few seconds away from going on uh, Fox Good Day. We'll hear the music in just a moment, and then after that, well, we'll get into the B-File and then your chance to win. With the money clip. So all of these things throughout the course of this really warm day coming up. Here we go. Okay. Uh, President Steve, here we go. For a, uh, Millennials say they started to be able to afford, you know, buying their own homes and stuff like that. So it got into a whole conversation about what did your bedroom look like when you were like, let's say, a teenager? And have you kept any of the remnants from those days into your current life? Preston, what did your bedroom look like? What did my bedroom look like? Uh, I had posters all over the walls. Yeah. Uh, I had a waterbed. Uh, he had a waterbed. Yeah, he did. I had, I had a free flow <laughs> waterbed. Uh, I had, uh, there were stuff, there were drums all over my walls because I was, a, yeah. you know, I, I, and drummer. still am a drummer. I had Beatles paraphernalia everywhere, and it was mainly music-oriented, all my yeah. stuff. And I had a, a big boom box in there. I had a, you know, it was just a... It was just a mishmash of stuff all over the place. The was the waterbed ever rocking? Was there, uh, like, heavy waves? It he, did get rocking a couple times. <laughs> and it punctured, right? Once? I got in trouble for getting for rocking one time. Preston. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unlock that door right now, young man. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Did somebody have to go out the window then? Oh, Lord. No. <laughs> they, they did. Have. They yeah. just, they, it was on a wave. They went out the window. Right. So they were right. hanging ten. <laughs> now, I was very All proud right. of my room as a teenager. I okay. loved it. Yeah. Okay. Steve. Well, I'm a little older, so I had uh, Rudy Valley and Al Jolson posters up on the walls. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I had my uh, whale oil burning lamp and, uh, you know, my, my World War One uniform. But it, for the most part, oh, no, a lot of movie posters. Pretty, You know what it looks like? It looks exactly like my room does right now. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, to- you know, 
toys and bizarre Batman stuff. And uh, in fact, in the bedroom, in the bedroom, yes. Well, my listen, my somebody once said to Steve, "Oh, your son must love Batman." Exactly. My <laughs> wife was taking guys who were doing oh. work around the house. They went into my room because oh, we sleep in separate son. rooms because of the hours. And the guy turns to her and says, "Boy, your son really likes Batman." <laughs> like, son, well, it's way. my my adult husband, so. <laughs> But now, yeah. By the way, the pictures we just put on the screen were uh, Preston's uh, room. Oh, you did get those pictures. I sent. Oh, them. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, when yeah, I was, yeah. uh, I think it was a junior in high school. Van Halen. When I took the, I had Van Big Halen, Rush, Beatles. and the Beatles. Those were <laughs> my my bands. <laughs> what about That's you guys? Great. What was your What was your yeah. uh, What was your high school room like? Believe it or not, I've told this story many times on the air. Uh, I was raised in a two bedroom home, one bathroom. With nine people, my grandmother, my parents, and four sisters and a brother. Oh my God. I never had a room. I By was yourself. In the unfinished basement. Wow. I, d- I lived in the basement for a while, too. Yeah. It was yeah, an unfinished sad. basement. Yeah, yes, it's kind of sad, but in a way, it's uh, it's also depressing. No. Uh, yeah, it was, <laughs> Very. It builds character, it, right? It made us the men we are. Ex- yes. Absolutely. Meanwhile, mine was Pepto Bismol Pink. Oh, I bet. Mm-hmm. Really? And I had um, beanie babies all lined around. Oh, the Kathy! Girls. We could have been Kathy. best friends. Mine, yes! Mine was purple. I did my entire room. I, I redid the whole thing. I painted it myself. I went to the rug store. I got a purple rug. Uh, my room was purple and cream. And yes, on my like vintage cream dresser that had gold trim around it, there were oh. hundreds of beanie babies. Oh. I had that, too. My dresser was gold cream with gold trim. Yes. There you go. That's great. Thank you. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll (laughs) see you later. Yeah, I said I knew they were going to go there, so I sent over. I found a couple of pictures in my uh, on my phone. Oh, my room as a teenager that I had. I know I have pictures somewhere, but I'd have to like dig for them. I my room was like. I loved my room. It was, I had a a closet that had big, huge mirrors, and that's where I would sing into the uh, hairbrush. All right. Beautiful. (laughs) I never had a, I don't think I, uh, no, I never had a, my own room. Um, I my room actually was the master bedroom of the house. My parents put an addition on on the house. Yeah. Um. When we got a little bit older, so they made a new master bedroom. Um. You know, with like a sitting room, bathroom, and all that kind of stuff. So I got what was the old master bedroom. So it was this huge bedroom. Nice. Uh. By the way, I, I I'm gonna have to share with you guys in a little bit how I found those pictures of my bedroom. It's a really cool way to oh. find pictures on your phone that you've been looking for that I didn't know about. But it's three minutes after eight. Oh. Ah! 3 WMMR. It's time for a Preston and Steve money clip. Now, here's your money clip keyword. The word is reveal. R E V E A L. All right, reveal. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it, and there are three ways to do it. You can text the special context short code 45911. Or to be entered for the $10,000 grand prize, enter it via the MMR app or at WMMR.com. One random entry wins $500 in this company-wide contest. That person will get a call from Beasley, so be sure to answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. It is sponsored by Hyundai City. And again, the word is reveal. R-V-E-A-L. Good luck to you. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right. Brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. Offers the highest quality mulch and topsoil that is manufactured on site. And they also have leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. Mulch Works has 
uh, delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. You can visit mulchthis.com for details. Let's get into some of the stories. We're going to start with this one. I love this, uh, even though it, a terrible thing happened. But police in New Orleans are searching for an alleged stabbing suspect who was dressed as Chewbacca at the time. <laughs> yes, yes. Authorities need the public's help in identifying the person in the costume. A police That's report, him! A police report says the subject dressed as Chewbacca allegedly stabbed the victim with a knife after a verbal disagreement. How do you have a verbal disagreement with Chewbacca? Uh, have you ever seen the movie? People yeah, know what he's saying. Yeah. Not all of us do, but you know. Uh, people did not say what condition the stabbing victim is in. Uh, police did say the suspect is a street performer who dresses as the famous Wookiee, by the way. Were they looking for a nerf herder? Uh, the costumed subject's actual identity is unknown. However, a witness stated that the subject's costume head came off during the altercation and revealed the suspect to be a black male, possibly in his 20s, and anyone with additional information is asked to call the police. Just on a side note here, did you see the story that in the original script for Rogue One, there was supposed to be a scene that included the actual herding of nerfs? No. no. Yeah. Uh, That's yeah. a great idea. Yeah. Were they scruffy looking? I, I guess, yeah. Uh, after offering random citizens lap dances, a tipsy Florida woman asked police if they wanted to bang on the sidewalk. <laughs> And threatened to assault paramedics if they came to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, cops so they're doing everything right. Responding to a disturbance call Saturday evening encountered Olivia Taylor Washick hey. on the sidewalk outside a bar in St. Petersburg. That's where I live. Washick, cops say, had been stumbling on the sidewalk and attempting to give random citizens lap dances outside of a business. The arrest paperwork does not indicate whether any lap dances were actually consummated. Washick was highly intoxicated and stumbling, prompting officers to call for a fire rescue team. However, Washick was not evaluated due to her threatening to punch paramedics if they touched her. After police reportedly gave Washick multiple chances to call someone for assistance in getting to her nearby apartment or accept their offer to walk her home, she continued to yell profanities at cops and bystanders, and she also asked officers if they wanted to bang on the sidewalk. <laughs> Uh, the arrest paperwork does not indicate whether any banging was actually consummated. After continuing the 8.30 p.m. disturbance, which included Washick yelling that police were going to shoot her, she was arrested for disorderly intoxication. Well, we're looking at pictures of her. She's not the kind that you would imagine. Would She's actually fairly normal-looking-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was released yesterday afternoon on her own recognizance from the county jail. She just had a little bit too much to drink. A disturbance at a Little Rock hotel Thursday ended with police officers subduing a naked man in the lobby. Officers were called at 6.15 a.m. to a Ramada Inn, at uh, and, and they confronted a 38-year-old man who was naked and reportedly been carrying a gun. Officers grabbed the man after he tried to jump over the counter, but the man continued to fight against him. The man was eventually subdued after an officer shot him with a taser. Police found oh. a revolver in a nearby waiting area. Officers reportedly spoke to a woman who said she was dating the man. She said he showed up at her hotel room, started behaving strangely. He reportedly yelled about his children, grabbed a revolver, and fired. Guests in another room told police they heard three gunshots. Uh, Investigators found a projectile on the floor of the room. A man was charged with resisting arrest, negligent discharge of a firearm, and third-degree battery, all while completely naked. Well, the one good thing about that is that you can't conceal a weapon when you're completely naked. Yeah. A pizza debacle is costing a family a lot more than just their delivery order. It happened after Sherry Ford 
said that her son had ordered delivery from a Domino's restaurant. What am I talking about? <laughs> I am talking about the need to eat pizza. Now, this is around 11.15 p.m. Tuesday night. Family said they waited hours, and they called the restaurant multiple times. Eventually, they just went to sleep without their pizza. But they checked their home surveillance cameras to find the delivery driver got the pizzas there around 11.45 but just left them on the top of their daughter's car. The hell's that about? In the driveway and took off. Yeah, this'll do. The pizza boxes sat there until 6.30 the next morning when a dog <laughs> snipped the pizzas out and dragged them off the top of the car and ate them. Uh, well, you figured they'd be safe on top of a car all and night. And scratched the hood as well. The family said it left significant damage. After multiple complaints, they said Domino's is working to repair that damage. So I don't know why the driver just left yeah, them there. Yeah, put him here. An idiot. Yeah, I'll put it in the garbage can. And then finally, a 29-year-old woman was killed Sunday evening in the East Village when it is a terrible story. When an apparently suicidal man jumped off the ninth floor oh. of a parking structure and landed on top of her, San Diego police said. Jeez. Authorities identified the victim as Taylor Denine Kelly. She was walking with a man shortly after 7:25 p.m. when she was hit by the falling man. She was pronounced dead at the scene. Oh. The man who fell on the victim appeared to be in his 20s and had been observed entering the parking structure and then hanging from the railing of a ninth-floor balcony. Uh, medics took him to a medical center, and he died there as well. Uh, her companion, by the way, who was walking next to her, was uninjured. But that is that is the biggest freak accident. You're just walking along. You're living your life, and yeah. someone else decides to cash in and takes you out with them. Messed ah. up. And that is what I have in the Bizarre File. I have a home run story for the next Bizarre File store, uh, run that we're going to get to in a little while. And listen, we're going to take a break, but a couple of things. You have less than five minutes to get the word reveal to us for the money clip word. So the word, the word is reveal. Text it over to us now, 45911, or through the MMR app or WMMR.com. And uh, we have a guest coming up. We're going to talk to Sosie Bacon, uh, daughter of Kevin Bacon, Kira Cedric. And when we come back, I, I know we're going to talk about uh, one of the things I want to share with you because I'm really excited about this. All right. How you can find a photo you might be looking for amongst the thousands in your in your phone. Okay. And, I want to hear this. And, and the yeah. trick worked for me this morning. And so I'll reveal it. It's a very quick thing. But right. if you want to know what that is, got to take a break. I'll get to it when we come back. So stay with us. We'll return shortly. The Preston and Steve Small Business Love You, Help You line. If you're looking for printing, give impressions, unlimited a call. We produce forms, flyers, postcards, envelopes, business cards, color copies, engineer prints, lawn signs, and vinyl lettering. Impressions Unlimited is located at 638 Delcy Drive, Sewell, New Jersey. Website, iuprint.com. Next message. Northeast Wash Pros specializes in exterior cleaning and soft washing. We are licensed and insured, a family-owned and operated business serving all of greater Philadelphia. We clean and restore houses, roofs, decks, patios, fences, concrete, bluestone, and even windows. If your house could use a good cleaning, give us a call at 610-984-1234 or visit mywashpros.com. Thanks, guys, at Preston and Steve. Really appreciate your help. The Love You, Help You line. Shop local because small business needs our help. Find out more at PrestonAndSteve.com. 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Sponsored by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Real quick, this is a fascinating. I saw an article this morning, and sometimes tech things are 
Elusive? Well, either that or they're really obvious and you don't think about it. Right. Um, and this, may, you may already know this, okay? And if you do, uh, okay, then I'm an idiot and I didn't know this. But it, it's going to make things so much easier if you didn't. So I'm looking at my uh, my phone right now. In my recents folder of my photos, I have 25,854 pictures. Okay. <laughs> that's, you know, a gazillion. That's, that's a lot. That's tons yeah. of photos. So when we were going to go on this Fox thing, I knew they were going to talk about our bedrooms as teenagers, and I knew that somewhere in my collection of photos that I had pictures from my high school bedroom. Now, when I took that picture, when when I had put that into my life, I have no idea. Right. Okay? So, fortunately, I'd read an article this morning that is a significant way to narrow down your 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 search instead of scroll, 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 scroll yeah. to find a picture you're looking for. And it's pretty obvious, but you know what? I found that picture this morning using it. So it's simply on an iPhone, and there is a way. I've got an article here that tells you how to do it on Androids and so on. But when you go under your albums, uh, you'll see at the bottom you have library for you albums and then the search, you know, the little magnifying glass. Right. Well, if you go on the search, if you enter in that window anything pertaining to that photo, it will narrow them down. So. Now, I know you were saying, Kathy. I, but I wish that that. You should, off air, she's like, the search thing sucks. And I was like, well, that's what I was going to reveal oh, on the air. <laughs> but, so here's the deal. So looking for my old bedroom photo, like I'm, I'm figured I'd, it's a needle in the haystack. There's no right. way I'm going to find this thing. I typed in things that I thought were in that picture. So I put in posters. It didn't come up. I put in radio. That it didn't come right. up. I put in bed. A bunch of pictures did come up. These, you know, but the one I was looking for didn't. And then I thought, wait a minute. That was actually, I used my phone to take a picture of a photograph. That's how I put it in. It was an right. old photograph. So I typed in picture, oh. and I found it there. There you go. So you have so to get creative you about you. If you get yeah. creative on the description of what's in that photo, um, you if you remember the things that might be in that background, you might be able to narrow it down from 25,000 to maybe a couple hundred, and it's so much easier to scroll through and find. I, if you have, I'm sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was using it yesterday. I was trying to send um, our old intern Beth a picture, and I I did that. I typed everything possible in the picture, and it, I could not find it. Think of the way that you would do a Google search on the same thing, and this, and you were finding. Like my wife is not good at this at all, and I'm very good at it by putting the little keywords into it. I was looking for a picture of an old girlfriend, and so I put in the search search line. Crime scene photo. Okay, <laughs> and it found First it one immediately. Yeah. Yes. Okay. First, <laughs> Kathy. What? What? What about the photo? So, it, um, what's in it? Jace fell asleep in, at the hair salon in the chair while I, while they were cutting his hair. Okay. And so I tried everything. I tried searching Jace's face. I tried haircut. I tried salon. I tried scissors. I tried uh, summer because I remembered he was in summer clothes. Um, so, and nothing and I, came I, up. Nothing. This might be a bit broad. Try chair. I tried chair. I tried everything. Was he wearing? Uh, was he, he was wearing... wearing turquoise? Okay. What did he have a bar like a smock on? Uh, no, because it was when he was little, and it was uh, hurt. So Beth took. What her was son. the time on the wall clock behind Kathy, him? Yeah. Mirror. Uh, there was no mirror. Well, let me try. But At there a was salon? no. Not in my picture that I took. It was no. just of Jace because Kathy he fell was asleep. in the mirror. Okay. All right. Uh, well, anyway, it, some of them might be elusive, but I found it to be an incredibly. Great shortcut, and I, I put in a whole bunch of stuff. I was thinking of photos in particular, and I, I popped them in, and uh, sure enough, I, I was find out what I was looking for. Uh, you can also search locations. You know that, Kath, right? Oh, wait, 
Okay, wait. How, well, you know what? But I don't think my location is on for my photos because uh, that I didn't think of, and I could easily put the location in. Thank you, Nick Murphy. He had just texted me while we were speaking. He's like, you can also look in the, in the location where I'll do that too, especially if it's a vacation. Uh, I'll pull up um, the um, yeah. Uh, the easy. locations, yes. and it's really easy to narrow it down. There's a map, and you can actually spread it out and, and zoom in. And, and they auto-tag now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, all right, well, maybe when we when we move on or take a commercial break, I'll help you find that. All right, yeah, find that okay. picture. I think I'm getting good at it. So, anyhow, I thought that was a kind of a cool little shortcut for we you to, uh, to learn about try this. Try different things that you think are in the photos, what you're saying, other yeah. than just the generic bedroom. Yeah, because when I typed yeah. in, when I put in the word picture... Yeah. Uh, not only did the one I was looking for come up, but photos of me just smiling with somebody and there's a picture on the wall behind right. me, uh, came up and tons of those, but wow. it, but it okay. narrowed it down. And if you just think about the room that you're in and the Gimp. items that might be in there. Yeah. Gimp. Gimp will have your basement dungeon. Guy yeah. with the mask right. and the dungeon and the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, and then real quick, uh, this, uh. Message we got from uh, a person who we ran into not that long ago, uh, Giovanna Pisano. Uh, she was our Isolation Idol winner from a year ago. God, we did that a year ago. We did that when the pandemic started. We were trying we, anything. We did this Isolation Idol thing because people were starting to perform more at home and practice yeah. skill, uh, work on their, their musicianship skills. And she said, one year since President Steve's show, Isolation Idol Oh, how much has changed in a year. I sang House of the Rising Sun live on the air for the show, and I was so scared. At the time, I was barely singing in public and was working to build my confidence, and I got over my stage fright. And now, a year later, I'm part of the amazing Dinah with my family and loving every second of it. So that's, I guess, is that's the band. Dinah is the name of the band that she's in. I uh, said, uh, linked is my most recent live cover of House of Rising Sun from our last show at Screwball's Sports Bar and Grill. Thank you for supporting me on this journey. And by the way, they're playing Saturday at the Bridgeport Rib House from 1 to 3 p.m. She got I've, a great I've voice. I've been to the Bridgeport Rib House. It's a great place. She has a great voice. And uh, and she's had, um, you know, she, she got a nice little boost from our show last year. She sent me a really sweet text. And, um, you know, we'd love to get her in studio once we can start having people back in studio. I yeah. tell you what, there are a couple of, and the, the, the one young lady who wrote her own songs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she was phenomenal. Yeah. There, there were really talented I mean, like, contestants. Like, like four or five. I mean, there was really, everyone had something really good. And so, some people were just simply like a drummer or whatever. But when you talk about like singer songwriters and stuff like that, mm -hmm. we had a couple of really good ones. Absolutely. That's cool. Well, I'm glad she she got over the stage fright. She's performing live in front of audiences. Yes. Maybe maybe the smaller crowds uh, because of the pandemic right. has kind of helped, and, and she'll get used to having more and more people uh, getting on board and being there for the shows, and next thing you know, she'll be a superstar. And so, then she'll forget us. No, 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 no. no. Right. Never. The, the video right. and uh, a little bit of information about her is up on uh, PrestonSteve.com. Marissa put together a really nice post and some cool photos of Giovanna as well, so take a look. Excellent. Uh, I don't have Giovanna on the line. I do have Cassidy, though. Hi, Cassidy. Are you there? Hi. Hi, Cassidy. Uh, something special about you, right? little bit, yeah. What is it? <laughs> I just won $500 by listening to you guys. Ah! Yeah. And there's another one. Cassidy is the winner of our money clip contest for the 8 o'clock hour. That's, That's incredible. Just the first stop today. Uh, Cassidy, uh, where are you from? Lincoln University. Lincoln University. A student. Or do you work there? Uh, 
Uh, I actually live in the town. You, oh. li- she lives in the town. Nice. I didn't know Lincoln <laughs> University was the name of the town. I didn't know that. I either. should know that. That's Delco, is it not? I. Uh, it, it might be. I just moved there recently. Okay. I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> All right. Well, if you recently moved, a little extra cash in the pocket is the thing that can help, I'm sure, right? Yeah, definitely, yes. Well, awesome, awesome. Wonderful. I think it's uh, Southern Chester County. Is it? Yeah, it's right, what am I thinking of? I don't know. You're probably thinking of Peru. Maybe that's it. Cassidy, we just <laughs> want to say uh, thank you for listening to MMR, and we are happy to hand you $500. Yeah! Yeah. Thank All right. you guys, rock. Thank yeah. you, Cassidy. All right. Next chance coming up, 10 a.m. Don't miss it, and you could be just like Cassidy. It's all awesome. excited like that. Uh, interesting story that uh, Steve sent over to me. Uh, the actor, Justin Thoreau. Yes. In uh, shows like The Leftovers and... Tropic Thunder, who's yeah. one of the writers. And he and... Uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston were uh, uh, the thing for a while. They were married, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, there's an interesting thing about Mr. Thoreau. Apparently, unbeknownst to him, he's been pronouncing his own name wrong huh. his entire life. No. And he recently found out. I've heard it. this happening from time to time. People like um, they just they grow up with an Americanized version of the name or something like that, and, and they yeah. don't realize. Yeah. And it actually, Nick, it was a relative, right? Who yeah. Turned them onto it. And and I'd like to hear uh, similar stories if you have been pronouncing your name wrong and found out about it. And is that weird? And do you just keep pronouncing it? Mm. The way you've done it, or do you go back to the tradition and pronounce it the way it's supposed to be done? Uh, So, apparently, he his uncle has claimed that Justin has been incorrectly pronouncing his name wrong for years, his surname. Uh, And, in fact, it's not Thoreau, it's Theroux. Theroux. As in, I walked Theroux the door. See, I would have, I saw his name when I first saw it written, and and my pronunciation was Thoreau. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, but the uh, in a clip post online, Justin shared uh, the mosquito. He, he shared the Mosquito Coast was written by my uncle Paul. Wow! Holy hell! So he's he's, uh, he's an accomplished writer. He said, "Who I am the middle namesake of him, Justin Paul Thoreau." Now, while Paul added in the same video, he said the main character is played by Justin Thoreau, my nephew. Sometimes he calls himself Justin Thoreau. It's a French name, and it's Theroux. Well, I guess it's like uh, Claude Giroux, right? The, you got the O-U-X. O-U-X. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah but it's, yeah, well, who, well, who the hell knows? How about hell? that? Well, yeah, because um, Claude pronounces it Giroux, like right. Theroux, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chuck D'Amico is, you know, his last name is spelled D-A-M-I-C-O, and his name was basically changed by the, the government uh, because That's his right. dad was in the army, and it was supposed. It was uh, D, you know, capital D apostrophe A, uh, you know, and then capital A M I C O. Yeah. And the uh, the Air Force when he joined it, they basically, I think, accidentally they eliminated the apostrophe. They well, eliminated the apostrophe. So what's it, the pronunciation changed? Uh, it, yeah, it would have been Diamico. Diamico. Ha. Yeah, Diamico. We were talking about that this past weekend, and uh, they changed it, and they, they now it's Damico. And they just decided, they, they said they couldn't change it back, so right. hence the name. Well, it's like the, the, the Ellis Island scene depicted in uh, Godfather 2 when he comes, uh, you know, and, and he simply adopts the name of his hometown uh, growing up, um, uh, Vito Andolini. But the, the uh, um, yeah, so sometimes a pronunciation, a mispronunciation, 
gets you off on the wrong foot and you just stick with it. Here's a text from a guy named Jason. He's, his last name is spelled, and it's Polish. It says yeah. it's spelled K-S-I-A-Z-E-W-S-K-I. Now, he pronounces it Kazuski. Okay, or Kazuski, somehow or another like that. But in Polish, it's pronounced Shanzewski. <laughs> wow. No, no effing way. Yeah. Uh, so I think sometimes changing it to make it easier for people to pronounce right. is something that, that people will do. Well, my um, name is Morrison. Let me, let me <laughs> yeah. go to Marissa here. Yeah, when I went to Italy a few years ago, um, I met a Italian. We were well, Our name was on a list, and so we had to give the name. And he's like, oh, Marisa Magnata. How are Magnata. you? Magnata. <laughs> yes. And he actually looked at my name and started talking to me in Italian. Uh. And I had to stop him. I was like, oh, no. American, actually, please. It, English, please. Marisa. It's actually pronounced Marisa Magnata. Magnata. I, I have I... trade testicles. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it justice, but uh, I actually say it differently. Like, my side of the family says it differently than my dad's brother's side of the family. Okay. So we say magnata, and my uncle will say magnata. Magnata. Well, I get Romano all the time huh. really? instead of Romano. Romano? Because it's, it's R-O-M-A-N-O. Yeah. Because there is R O M O N O, correct? Right. Romano. Romano. <laughs> right. Romano. Okay. Uh, as far as first names go, Rochelle gets Rachel all the all time. The time. Just because people glance over it, they don't take a look at the spelling. And that's an easy one. She, now she just answers to Rachel. What's her said, so. maiden name? Degear. Degear. So that's French. D E G E A R E. And that gets mispronounced. Degear. Does all she the time. get? Uh, Degear. Degeary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Ka-ka! Ka-ka! <laughs> uh, Nick, what makes uh, a Mick a Mac? Is it the is it an uh, oh, a, 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 a vowel at the uh, no, after the a, C? They don't have sesame seeds. <laughs> <laughs> Big Mick. I'm sorry, it's but. a vowel after the after yeah. the C, right? Usually, yeah. Okay. So MC followed by um, an E or an I, uh, it ends up being Mac Ilwain is my last name, or like Mac and Row, like John Mac and Row. Um, but if it's uh, like MCD, like McDonald's or McDowell's, uh, it's Mick. It's Mick. Huh. So my my last name is McElwain, M-C-I-L. John McEnroe is M-C-E-N. So he's John McEnroe. Hmm. But it's but not, there's got to be exceptions. Oh, there I've is. heard yeah, of like McAvery yeah, before and yeah, things like that. It's not a hard and fast rule. But usually, followed, Cyrus. usually followed by an, uh, an E or an I, it's Mac. Um, and my last name is Scots-Irish, which are uh, Scottish people that emigrated to Ireland years and years ago. So I'm Scotch-Irish. Me too. I'm Scotch-Irish as well. I think well. it's Scots-Irish, believe it or not. Yeah. I, I've been corrected Irish. on that in the past, yes. Yeah, so uh, quite Scotch possibly. Is, Scotch is the drink, which we were talking about earlier. More, Scots are the people. Morrison is the uh, is derived over time from Mary's son. Okay. So that's the Irish derivation. I don't know where the Scottish comes into play. But I know that my the family Tartan is um, is uh, Scottish. Okay. okay. Ah, who knows? So I was thinking about oh, this the hell. other day. Ah, my, hell. My brother has a son, and he just had a daughter, and so the Romano name will live on and move on. But there, we have no son uh, of Kathy. No, but we have no uh, Romano blood in our because because my dad was adopted his his adopted oh. father was romano is your real name kathy joplin <laughs> no uh. well, you remember my biological grandfather was ralph Lagori, was That's the race right. car driver so right. my my father he was not in my dad's life growing up so the man that raised my father was romano so eventually he he um legally adopted my dad my dad changed his name and mm. that's our lineage like that's our name but 
there is no but Romano it's blood. It's Liguri blood. That's yeah. interesting. Isn't that oh, that's interesting. It, it, so, like, it'll go on for, so say it goes on for generations and they think that they're Romano. Like, you know, right. when, when we're gone for, for a while, generations down. Oh, that 20, is, 23 and me will clear that right, right up for everybody. <laughs> that ancestry stuff, though, and that whole thing, I, I sent you guys, uh, and just not to go on a tangent, but it's uh, Mandy Patinkin. Um, yeah. Getting finding out that his his uh, he had ancestors that were in the Holocaust, you know, and and uh, his reaction to that, but, and you don't know because names change and so on and so forth, and, yeah, and uh, yeah. but yeah, you have a whole bloodline that that we're that, na- is, that is cast into the ether now. Yeah, right. yeah. My my sons are the last of our uh, name namesake bloodline. If they don't have male children, then it then it well, ends with them. Not necessarily. Your daughter can carry on the name. Um. Yeah, uh. Well. Yeah, but traditionally, she probably she, wouldn't. But, yeah. Well, I mean, that, I could. think she could. I, I think could. those things have changed over the years. Yeah. I mean, I think okay. that there can be. She's um, chosen McElwain, though. Well, right. that's yeah. cool. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Things could. You know, she could keep her her name. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let me go to Chris. Hey, Chris. Good morning. Privilege. Privilege. <laughs> Welcome, Hom Uncle. What's up? <laughs> uh, my story's a little different than the ones you guys are telling. Yep. My last name is. It's, it's pronounced Radnick, spelled R-A-D-N-I-C-H. Yep. I've had teachers and all these people when I was growing up, no, Chris, it's Radnick. It's an H at the end. I'm, no, that's not how you say my name. Yeah. Like, oh, so you mean it's supposed to be a K? Like, no, it's an H. Like, I know my own goddamn name. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Radnick, so you pronounce it Radnick, and they're telling you, they're insisting it's Radnick. How? I've been hearing it for I'm 36. I still hear when people call it telemarketers and whatnot. It's like for Christ's sake. And 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 you're kidding me when when you when you would say no, it is pronounced like this. They'd say no, it's not. I've had te- it wasn't very many teachers. How condescending! But, but, it's my but, name, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> but then they would like then they would say, well, it's a K. Oh, it's supposed to be a K here. Sorry, like no, like, no, no. Like, yeah, I, sometimes I, the yeah. H can be pronounced as a, as a K. Okay. Yeah, like just, That's like, when you tell me you, sh- you should read the book called Shut the F Up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I, thanks, Chris. Yeah. Well, I, I know two people that have the same last name, but they, they pronounce them completely uh, different. Yes. And uh, so, you know, Rick Meraki yes. here in our uh, right. uh, uh, was it, MM Army. Right. Uh, so his last name is uh, pronounced Meraki, but my buddy that I grew up with, he pronounces it Marachi. But it's spelled the exact same way. It's spelled the exact same way. I wonder if there is, other than just a preference of a point at which the um, pronunciation line bifurcates, as they say, or is it, um, it, are there actual regional differences in the way the that same name is, is pronounced? I bet. For different reasons. I would guess. Yeah. Let me go to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Good morning. Ryan, you there, bud? It's Rian. Oh, Rian. <laughs> well, he found out he was spelling his wrong, his name wrong at his high school graduation. <laughs> no. I would love to hear that story, but uh, apparently we don't have him. All right, I will go next to Christine. Hi there, Christine. What's up, bitches? Yo, Christine. All right, so what's the story with your name? So my last name, my whole life, my maiden name, I'm married now, but my maiden name, my whole life, they told me, was Judice. It's spelled G-I-U-D-I-C-I. Okay. And my my whole life, it was like, yep, that's how we say it, whatever. When I was a junior in high school, my father, I don't know where it came from, like all of a sudden he was like, no, absolutely not. Your name is Italian. It's beautiful. And you need to say it the right way. And I was like, okay, what's the right way? And he said, Giudici. And I was like, 
Well, you know, it's it's like the uh, uh, the the, uh, the Real Housewives. Uh, uh, yeah, Judice. Judice. Right. Yeah, yeah. I've heard so many yeah. different pronunciations for that. Yeah. Well, when I was when I was growing up too, like in dancing school, we had a teacher, and he used to call us Squidich. Squidich. And and I was like, no, that's not it. But we let him do it for years. Sounds like a Vinnie Barbary. Hey, Squidich. Yeah. Yeah, I started saying it that it's like, way oh my God. as a junior in high school. I started saying Judy, and I embraced it. That's how my father said it should be So it was, it was easy for you to switch, Christine? Absolutely, because okay. my dad said this is the way it should be said. So. And it okay. sounded better. If it had sounded worse, you might not have uh, gone with it. Not, no. yeah. but, but wait a minute. What? More beautiful. But up until that moment, Christine, had he been pronouncing it the other way? You know what? I, I don't know. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, my uncle always said it, Judice. My grandparents always said it, Judice. I don't know. My father just got it. Okay. Maybe he was just having a creative day. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Christine. Could have been worse. He could have come to you and said, it's now pronounced Publica. (laughs) (laughs) Publica. (laughs) And nothing but. Uh, I will go to, it's Ryan. Ryan's back on the one we were trying to talk to a moment ago. Rian. (laughs) Hey, Ryan. Hey. Hey, you're on the air now, bud. What's up? Hey, it's actually Brian. Oh, Brian. Brian. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and, the uh, B is silent. It's actually three things. So, also at school, I was spelling my name B-R-Y-A-N-T. When it was high school, uh, it was time to have our diplomas filled out, so I had to get a copy of my birth certificate. When I got a copy of my birth certificate, one, I found out I've been spelling my name incorrectly my whole life, and wow. two, that it is phonetically spelled in Spanish. Oh, and to piggyback off Kathy's, thing, uh, Kathy's comment about her bloodline, my last name is just a last name. I have no bloodline to it. You no have it. Your, okay. your last name is just a last name. There is no bloodline that carries that last name. Technically, I am the bloodline that carries it now. Wow. You are the top of the chain, Yeah. Sir. Wow. You're the alpha. Yeah. Yep. Privilege. Yeah, privilege. Right, thanks, Not Brian. everyone can be the alpha. I appreciate that, man. Wow, he had been spelling his name wrong his entire life until <laughs> his high school. Julie Jerkoff. Wow. She, that's when she found out she was spelling it wrong. And it was announced in front of right. everyone. Wow. Um, yeah, forgive her, please. <laughs> Casey's going to have to find that. You're, okay. mis- you're mispronouncing your name. I have to uh, I have to hear that before yeah, we go anywhere know. else. Hey. Julie Jerkoff. <laughs> forgive me, Kirkoff. <laughs> The K is pronounced as a J. She never knew that. Julie Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkoff. I'm not sure you're aware, but this spelling would be pronounced Jerkoff, as in the sexual act. Oh, my God. I'm going to go to another call. I have uh, Robert. Hey, Robert, good morning. Everybody can't have an easy to say name. (laughs) Not everyone's privileged. That's right. What's up, Robert? Good morning, guys. Yeah, buddy. So my last name is Migliaccio. Migliaccio? Yeah, try try being a young kid and try spelling that out. Migliaccio. So okay. that's, yeah. th- th- in a way, that's a nightmare, too, because uh, people are less inclined to call your name or to, oh, right? God, yeah. Or to try to spell it. Yeah, so it's spelled out M-I-G-L-I-A-C-C-I-O. Wow. So, I so get, it's, it's, it's Migliaccio? Yes, Migliaccio. Okay. Migliaccio. So I get Magliaccio, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just like, why, where are you getting an A from? I get 
Maglicio. <laughs> and it's just like, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But the, the Italian pronunciation is actually Migliaccio. Migliaccio. Yeah. So it's kind of like Marissa yeah. Magnata. Yeah. Yeah, pretty Maybe. much. Mignana. Well, Mignana. And it's funny, on my grandmother's side, her uh, maiden name is Zingarelli. So. <laughs> uh, so yeah, father's name was a bad licker. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, it's a fun last name. Yeah, no, it's, it, it is weird, but so, it, it's sort and, of fascinating. And what's the proper pronunciation of it, Robert? So in, in Italian. Antonio Margariti. <laughs> Margariti. No, I'm sorry, say it again. It's Migliaccio. Migliaccio. Ma adesso vorrei proprio sentire la musica delle parole. Margariti. All right, thanks, man. Have a good day, guys. You too, Robert. We'll see you later. Uh, hang on, let me go to uh, Michelle. Hi, Michelle, you're on the air. Hey, good morning. Good morning, Sorry, Michelle. How are you at work? It's nah, okay. it's all good. We were talking about Justin Throw. He's been pronouncing his name incorrectly his entire life. Uh, but I think you have it where people are mispronouncing your name. Well, I don't know because <laughs> okay. um, my name is Michelle, but it's spelled M-E-C-H-E-L-L-E. Um, and typically it's spelled M-I. Right. So the, I guess there's a Beatles song. Yeah. Michelle, my bell. Michelle, so, my bell. But yeah. but I th- I always thought that that was that that was being sung just with a French pronunciation, right. or because it it flows better. Yeah, than with Michelle, yeah. Michelle, my bell. Yeah. Are, are, so well, my whole life, like all my teachers and everybody, they always sing that song to me, mm-hmm. and I'm um, like, it's just to me, it's just Michelle. Like, okay. it's just like it's M I. So so um. On Facebook, there was like, you know, you get these ads for different T-shirts with your names and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So there was one that came up with that. Well, a whole bunch of um, Michelle's with that spelling, we all became friends. <laughs> and I noticed under their pronunciation, some of them actually do pronounce it Michelle. Okay. Michelle. Huh. Interesting. Um, I'm, not, I'm not really sure how it's pronounced, but and I just pronounce it Michelle. Michelle, by the way, you, you said, so the Beatles, I guess, have this song called Michelle, my belt. Have you never heard the song? No, I've never heard it. It's oh, a you good go, song. You've gone with this name your entire life and haven't taken the time to listen to that song. It has lyrics in French. Yes, it does. Yeah. It's a beautiful song. You should you should listen to it, Michelle. I will. I definitely will. Okay. Can you sing the French lyrics, Preston? Uh, sont les mots qui vont très bien ensemble. Très, très bien, bien ensemble. Do you know what that means? Uh, no. These are words that go together well, which is a repeat of what it says in English. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, well, interesting, Michelle. We got a break, though. Okay. What's up, Nick? Uh, this may be a topic for another time. I have a friend who just named his uh, daughter Penelope Lane. Her nickname is Penny Lane. They claim they have never heard the song <laughs> Penny Lane. Dude. I know. I and know. they've never seen yeah. all those famous I, shut up. I, it just it blew my mind. So My neighbor's kid's Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. yeah. No I'm like, way. no way. No way, No dude. way. All right. We got to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We do have a guest who's going to be joining us. She's got a unique name. It is Sosie Bacon. Yes. And she's the daughter of Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. Uh, so we'll come back with her because we're talking Mayor of Easttown, which takes place around here. We'll be back in a sec.
There's more from Mr. Dave Grohl, this time with his daughter, Violet, covering nausea by legendary L.A. punk band X. Plus, the pretty reckless make Billboard chart history, and Van Weezer finally has a release date. And don't forget to check out this week's Big Friggin' Deal. Two general admission tickets for the Skip Act 2021 Spring Wine Fest on May 22nd for just 25 bucks. <laughs> Keyword, deal. Our next guest is the latest to try and tackle the Delaware County accent. <laughs> Doing a good job. And listen, she's got ties to the area because her dad is a native of Philadelphia. Of course, we've had Kevin Bacon and his, his brother uh, Michael on year, for years. Yes. So they've been regular uh, visitors. So we're happy to finally meet her. Uh, and uh, and we'll do we'll, we'll get a little clip. Yeah. Should we hear a clip first? Yeah, yeah let's hear a clip first. first. Okay, from uh, Mayor of Easttown. Uh, is this it? Here we go. So where are you living now? sober house in Kennett Square called Rebirth as if we were all dead before we got there the only thing I'm missing now is my son I want custody full custody very subtle yeah very yeah. subtle which yep. subtle is good that's yes. what you want uh please welcome Sozie Bacon yeah. to the show this morning hey Sozie good morning to you Good morning. That hey. was so scary. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we've we've been making uh, we we've had a lot of conversation about um, uh, the the Delaware County accent and the fact that Kate Winslet had come out and said that it was in her top three and you know her pedigree top three most difficult accents to nail down. How was it for you to try and get that? It was tough. I mean, uh, it was. I'm so impressed by her accent because she's not even American and she did it better than anyone. <laughs> crazy. It is like, uncanny. Crazy, but um, it was hard, especially because, you know, my family is from Philly. So yeah. I had not only everyone, you know, not only everybody I, I knew was going to judge the accents, but I was also like, oh, my God, my family, I'm going to let them down if I don't get this. <laughs> well, you're doing, <laughs> it, you're doing a great right. job. Yeah. What did you well, do? I've only been in a second of it, though. Um, I, uh, we had a dialect coach, um, and also, in addition, I had these two girls shout out that were really good friends with my cousin, who's also from Philly, and they sort of would... We, I never met them, but they were like a little bit older than me, maybe. Um, they didn't live in Delaware County, but they, we would text back and forth on this group chat and sort of send each other voice notes. And I would ask them, like, does this sound okay? And then also, we had an amazing uh, dialect coach um, who just, you know, really worked with us specifically on all the sounds. But when I started, I truly thought, like, I don't think I can do this. I just don't. Like, I don't think this is possible. I don't think this is an accent that I'll be able to do, which is ridiculous because my family from there. But then once I started getting sort of like the mouth movements and, you know, it's just it's just not one that you hear. No, and it's more like... Yeah, like I like I I think of like the the amazing like you know Meryl Streep pulled off this this the Polish accent for for Sophie's choice and but it, that's an obvious that's a um, yeah and, an ac- an accent uh, or a dialect of subtleties right the, like uh, even you know Boston everybody knows right. that so accent you can do like that Texas, you can work on that, that right like, they're yeah. they're big they're obvious yeah but they, but you know besides getting the uh, the the accent deal here. The, the fact of the matter is, as mayor of Easttown, two episodes in, and Kathy and I and, and, and Nick, we were talking about this. 
Still, multiple jaw-dropping moments for, for two episodes. Well, the, uh, the second, uh, yeah. the second episode, the end of it, like yeah. we um, just went. I had to what? run it back what? a few times. Like you got to be kidding me! So, so the show is deeply rich. We just were introduced to you in the second episode, and obviously, yeah. we just played a clip where you're you're providing an element that could be, um, you know, obviously a, a, a core bit of pain for some of the the, the, the players. I assume we're going to see more of you. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm actually in all of the rest of the episodes. All right. Um, yeah, but it's, I mean, let me tell you, the shocks keep coming. Yeah. It's not like it lets up, you know? Are, are you watching it, or have you, have you seen all of them? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I'm watching it, like, really as, like, more of a fan than something that I'm watching for, you know, because I'm not, I, I'm, like, I'm not in it. As, there's so many storylines, which is what makes the show so great, like, there's so many different people and so many different players and you're following all of these, you know, relationships that are so fleshed out, but because there's such a, you know, a large volume of them, everybody has a little piece. And so, um, the scripts, you know, I read them so long ago cause we shot this, um, in 2020 and then obviously everything got shut down and right. we came back. No, actually we, we, I think we started in 2019. Yeah. And then we came back in 2020, like amid the pandemic. So it's like it's I'm watching it more, discovering it like everybody else. Yeah, I can't remember every detail of every storyline. And then as well, you read all of it and it's so much content. But to see it come alive with the characters on screen is like a whole different thing. Like I had no idea what half of the characters were going to look like even, you know, yeah, it just sort of was reading it for information at the time. Sozie, I wanted so, yeah. to ask uh, about your, your experience. You know, you've, you've, you've been in, uh, you know, obviously you grew up with a family who's deeply in, entrenched in Hollywood, and, and uh, you've, you've had acting credits as early as when you were 10 years old. But when you're, even though you may be desensitized to um, uh, uh, star power and star level, but when you're still, you know, making your bones as an actor and you get on set with someone like, Kate Winslet or Guy Pierce and people like this. Is there an intimidation factor? Or have you gotten way over that? Um, I think that I I don't know. I mean, I definitely think you you are you know uh, honored to be cast in something alongside of those people. Um, and maybe there's a a brief moment of sort of nerves. Just honestly, meeting anybody who is the lead of your show that you're coming on as a, as a recurring guest on, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, you know, Kate was it's a little different. I mean, she's like a massive, massive star. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I think there's a, there's a moment of that. And then once you sort of settle in and see how the other person works and you kind of realize that you have to, you know, you have to come and, and deliver and work really hard and show up and, know your lines and have options and um it sort of just becomes work again once you get past that sure yeah but yeah i mean definitely when we went to like the first dinner and in philly i was like whoa you know (laughs) wow this is crazy yeah that's cool (laughs) well you're from what we understand and doing a little research you're 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 both your parents were like you know they weren't the big push ah kid you were meant for the stage and uh, in fact they were sort of the other way and and just by you know sort of attrition organically you ended up going in a few things I think was was your first appearance was it and your and your your father directed the movie Loverboy which your mother is 
Uh, and w- was that your first appearance? You were you you played Emily in that, correct? Yeah, in in um in any sort of film and TV. Yeah, I guess that was. It was actually like I was ten, and that he asked me, "Oh, can you do this part where you play your mom as a little girl?" And I said, "Like, well, well, I have to miss school." Yeah. And he's like, "Well, yeah, you have to miss school for like five days," and I was sort of like. I, did, I thought that that was weird, and I didn't want people to think I was weird for missing. Like, I didn't, I wasn't really interested in it as a kid because they were so, they didn't, you know, it sounds, when I say that he asked me to do a part in his movie, it sounds like he was pushing me towards it, but it really wasn't like that. It was more like, I think it would be great. You look like her, you're, you know, whatever. Right. He could sort of do whatever he wanted with me because he was directing it. He knows me so well, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm a kid. It's hard to sometimes work with kids. Well, I, 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 I remember years ago asking Kevin a question, what would you say to young actors that yeah. are trying to, you know, get started in the business? And he flat out said, don't do it. And I know what he meant. He didn't he didn't want to squash anyone's dreams. But his his point is. It's a difficult business, yeah. and and percentage wise, not a lot of people make it to you know a, a, a level where it can be a living for them. But uh, I guess with with the proper guidance, and I'm sure your parents have both been really open to whatever any of the siblings want to do for a living and help encourage that. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think that there was some resistance from me, and then you know, but they never said like don't do it. Right. It's just that it, I realized by the time I was like. 19, I was like, well, it's kind of the only thing that I like to do. It's the only thing that makes me happy. And also, it's the only thing I can figure out at this point that I'm good at. So, <laughs> <laughs> Well, music as well. Right. You, you, well, yeah. That's Not carried like my brother, though. Right. Well, and, and <laughs> your brother and and your dad and your uncle too, and and you know they grew up here. But I'm curious as to what your relationship is with the uh, with the city of Philadelphia, because your grandfather was a famous city planner for Philly. So do you do you get down here a lot? You know, this show brought you down here for work, but do you get to spend much time in Philly and have you over the years? Um. Well, when we were younger, before my grandfather passed, we spent a lot of time there because um, they had you know. Um, the, a house in the city where my dad grew up. He still lived there, my um, my grandpa. So we did spend a lot of time there when I was a young kid. And then I think I was about 13 when he passed. And after that, um, you know, my uncle has a place in PA outside of Philly. So I went there a couple times. But then coming back to actual proper Philadelphia as an adult was so um, sort of like interesting for me because nothing had really brought me there since I was 13 or 14. So being there and walking around the city and seeing his mural and sort of yeah. like remembering going past the house and it was a really cool experience for me, especially just because I had been so disconnected from it for so long. And I really do love the city. I mean, like, I think it's a really special place and somewhere that people should really visit if they're going to east coast to the east coast because it's so different from all the other major cities you know um yeah we, so we, i don't know it was it was special we, we 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 do we do love it and we love it when when projects like this happen here and it's, and that this is such a such an engrossing just two episodes in i love it now you've done you were on your mom's show the closer um and and you've um You've done. You've set. You know. You, Thirteen reasons why was was uh, made made a big impact on, on on Netflix, and you've you've you you are now making your rounds and becoming you know a, a very eclectic actress on your own. 
But I wanted to ask you, um, as this all starts, and I remember when you were the Golden Miss Golden Globes uh, yeah. um, 2014, and I always wondered about that. Do they come... How does that process work? Because you're obviously there have been a number of, of 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 actresses that are good actresses that come through that, but in a way it seems kind of weird. How does that process take place? Where they usually have a you know a, a daughter of a uh, of a of a of celebrities come out? Did they? How did that work? Yeah. Um, it, well, I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It was definitely yeah. They they asked you, the Hollywood Foreign Press comes and asks you, and I was so young and. I think I had just turned 21 because I think you weren't allowed to, you know, promote the champagne if you weren't 21 or something. Oh, like, no. oh, oh, there, oh there's, yeah. there's, a, there's, a, there's a tie-in to a product? Yeah. Oh, okay. Because it, it, seems so, it seems so weird. Just honestly, when you have a woman... And you're saying Golden Globes? There, there's a bizarre connotation with that. And then, and then you know, you, you but you there, there's there are many acting. You know what I'm saying? Did you? It just seemed weird, especially because wow, this seems sort of um, beauty pageant-ish. You know? Mm, yeah, I know what you're saying. Um, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. I mean, like overall, I think I was I was really nervous that it was going to feel like that. That like what you're talking about, right? Um, and I wouldn't say that it didn't entirely feel that way but at the same time i actually had a pretty good experience oh cool because, yeah all right good um yeah because um you know of tina and amy were hosting that year and like they asked me to do a little bit with them so it was like kind of poking fun in it a little bit you know what i'm saying yeah so that for, for me that really like made it sort of fun so i get what you're saying but um i had a pretty decent like pretty good experience I mean, it was so long ago though well, it's like sort of not something i think about ever. I'm, I'm, I'm glad but, to hear that then because i've always wondered about that and my heart always kind of went out to the selection you know every year like oh i don't know if they want to do this <laughs> but yeah but you said you had saying. a good time all right well that's cool and look everything's on <laughs> it fire was definitely now. a choice i mean <laughs> i chose it it's not like anybody yeah Worst <laughs> okay, well, that puts that puts my mind at ease then. Good. Yeah, um, don't worry, don't worry. I want to get back to um, when you were filming here uh, because you know we obviously don't know what uh, you know being on a movie set is like uh, on a consistent basis, and uh, I assume there is downtime, and you know there there are days that you're not required to be on set, and I was curious to see like what did you do, like where did you hang out, you know, while filming? Did you stay in the city? Or because the you know location was so far outside the city, did you stay closer to location? And did you have any hangouts that you uh, you uh, haunted? Well, it's really hard because when I first got there, we were shooting more. Um, also, you know, like I said, there was a lot of stuff that I wasn't in on this show. Right. So it's not like I was living there consistently, you know. There were people that were, like Kate and um, and Gary and Jean, and they were all, you know, living there for a few months. I was going back and forth from L.A. doing another job at the same time. So when we started, we were on location more, and I would just, you know, get dropped off at the hotel, go to sleep, wake up, work, yeah. go back to the hotel, go to sleep, take a plane back to L.A., then everything shut down the one of the days that I was on set um, on location. So then when I came back and I stayed, was staying more consistently in Philly for about a month, it was the middle of the pandemic and we were meant to be quarantining all the time. Mm. So unfortunately, I don't really have any like 
specific places to say because it was all <laughs> oh, you didn't so do like, crazy. You weren't doing Wing It Wednesday at uh, Boot and Saddle? <laughs> no, because it was at that time where, like, it was like, if you got COVID or whatever, it's like you shut down a whole production, and they so, worked so hard to get us back, yeah. you know, to get the show out. So it was like you were scared. So I would walk around the city with my mask and just kind of wander, you know, walk all all around the city when I had my days off and just wander and see what I found. And, you know, it's, yeah, more well, like that. Well, you know, it's it's cool because I, I, you know, seeing you in this and then doing the research, I said, I, I remember her from that. And I remember you from, from other things. And, and first off, you're, you're, you're really, I think you're a compelling actress. When you came on the screen in this, I'm like, I think, you know, and I'm not blowing smoke. I think you've got it. And it's, it's, it's very cool to see this. And but I mean, you you have sort of a wide skill set. So with the acting and with the musical theater, um, you know, what what's in store for you next is do would you like to do something more music based or more, uh, you know, where 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 are your um, yearnings leading you? Oh, I would love to do something music based. Um, it it hasn't really come up for me. You know, I would love to do like a musical theater movie or something like that. Right. I'm currently working on. Um, an Amazon show, which is, uh, I think this character that I'm playing now is probably closest to my myself. Um, I've been playing a lot of like, you know, in Mare, a lot of very different characters in Mare and Narcos. Um, I've been playing like people that really are different from me. And this character that I'm playing now is a lot more like myself. And I'm, you know, consistently on this show that she's in LA, it's an Amazon show called Forget Normal, and it's a half hour, so it's way different um, from the sort of really heavy, dramatic one-hour stuff that I've been doing. (laughs) Um, And it's fun. And um, so, yeah, like, that's been a really cool experience, and we're still shooting that. And then I really want to do a horror movie. You, like, you were on the Scream series, right? You were on you were on the the Scream series, yeah, yeah. And that's 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 Wes Craven and Kevin Williams, and they they you know so so you're a horror fan. I'm a horror fan. Yeah, yeah. I All really right, am. awesome. All right, cool. oh, your dad so was much. in one of the quintessential horror movies, Friday the Thirteenth, with one of the most epic <laughs> scenes ever, with the arrow coming through his throat and everything. I I think the whole family is like horror heads a little bit, except for my mom. Maybe she's not as much into it, but me, my brother, and my dad are super into it. So I'm like, oh, I'd love to do that, you know. So oh. I'd like to do a couple more movies and. But music stuff, I would love to do it more. It's just it doesn't it doesn't come up a lot. Well, I have you listen. You, the career is clearly off and running, and and uh, you know this is uh, just another step. But yeah, you've, you've got a got a long, uh, I'm sure, road of opportunities ahead of you with that. Thank you. That's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. And I just realized that that it, that if Sozy was actually in Delaware County, they would call her Sozy. 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 So it works out perfectly. All right. Well, listen, Mary Town underway, and you said you're going to be in every episode, which is excellent. So we will I be think watching so. that. Uh, 10 p.m. On, yeah. on HBO. If you have not seen it yet, there's only two episodes out, right? Two yep. episodes out, but mother of God, really yeah. good. Yeah. Excellent. I'm so glad you guys like it. Yeah. Um, it's 
very calming to know that people out there are liking it. Yeah, my, my, my wife was actually depressed because she thought, okay, we're this is another show that we're binging. I'm like, no, hon, we have to wait till next Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> no binge. It's tough with this one. Yes. <laughs> uh, first world problems. Can't binge it. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. Right. Listen, Sozie, it's great to get to know you, and uh, hopefully we'll be talking to you again in the uh, near future. So uh, continued success, and, and we'll chat at you soon, Thank okay? Thank you. So nice to meet you guys. Have Excellent. a good day. You too. Sozie Bacon, yeah. guys. She's delightful. She's really good. I mean, when she, in that, in, and it's just a limited scene, and she's obviously a troubled character in the second episode, but it's one of those things, Preston, where you're like, she seems really like this person. <laughs> she's, you know, like, like, you know, the good good people can sort of transcend, and I knew, you know, I knew we were going to be talking to her, uh, but it's like, wow, I wonder if she's, <laughs> if she's really having the problem she's talking about, because it's very convincing. I wish I could answer, I just, I just got a text, and uh, this is from a guy I know, Doug, who works over at Sun Center Studios, and wanted to ask how she enjoyed Shooting at Sun Center uh, Video, uh, Sun Center Studios. I'm, I just got the text, so I missed uh, it. It's a cool place. We have. We well, have ask a, Kathy. We have a premiere uh, movie studio in yeah. Delaware County. That's right, and it's it's kind of hidden off. You don't know where it is. It's hard to find. I've been there before. And it's the real deal. It's gigantic. It's a huge complex. When's your movie coming up, by the way? I, it, I, I'm not allowed okay, to say right. that. Very excited. Kathy, have you been there? Yes, I've been there. Okay, what were you there for? I she played there. Harriet Tubman. Yeah. <laughs> I was there for um, Knight's movie with Will Smith. What was that? Oh, uh, uh, Beyond Earth? No. No, you're talking Earth? Yeah, uh, Mother Earth. Another yeah. Earth. No. Another Earth. After Earth. After Earth. After Earth. After Earth. After Earth. You've got Earth. That's what I was there for. Colin yeah. Firth. Yeah. <laughs> Full of mirth. Length and girth. Length yeah. and girth. <laughs> so many great movies. Yes, like absolutely. Length and girth I haven't seen yet, but I want to get yeah. around to that sometime in the near future. <laughs> All right. Um, listen, I I need to do this now, and I'm not asking for permission because okay. I've got too many stories that revolve around food. And if I don't oh. get to them, we're never going to get to them. And they're going to be outdated. It's time for an emergency connoisseur. Emergency connoisseur. And listen... There's some, All hands on deck. There are some cool stories that came down the last couple of days, and I wanted to make sure that I get food to uh, before freaking food, freaking food that you got to eat. It's human fuel, unless you're a warlock, then it's baby's blood. That's what you have, baby's Absolutely. blood. Absolutely. There's a um, pitcher in the Rockies named Carlos Estevez, which is what Charlie Sheen's real name is. Right. And somebody tweeted at me the other day, and he's like, "This guy's a freaking warlock, <laughs> freaking warlock, <laughs> throwing pitches." All right, uh, the Noid. Avoid right, we uh, mentioned the Noid not that long ago. Pizza, freaking Pizza Hut. And what was the the origin, Steve? You you blew my mind about. No, something. I said it. It was you. Nick, yeah, yeah, Nick you, did it. If you don't get the pizza on time, you get annoyed. Yeah, annoyed. Yes, because the original name of the character was pissed off. No, <laughs> uh, so they're bringing it back uh, with a new uh, as a new high tech nemesis, or with a new high tech nemesis. So Heminoid. Starting this week, Noid will be featured in the Ann Arbor-based company's ads, and his new battle is trying to thwart Neuro's R2 Robot, a driverless vehicle delivering Domino's Pizza. Uh, So Domino's Vice President of Advertising said, The Noid is Domino's oldest and most famous villain, and the pizza delivery testing we're doing with Neuro's autonomous vehicle is exactly the kind of technology innovation that could provoke the Noid to return. So, um... 
the ro- let me ask you. So, have they rolled out these autonomous vehicle delivery systems? I do not know where if they have, Steve. I, it it seems to indicate that maybe they have, but I just don't know where it has happened. That'd be pretty wild because um, it's got to be a few test markets. Okay, we're watching the commercial right now. And the noise is attempting to stop this autonomous, it looks like an, ele- an electric autonomous yeah, vehicle. I don't know of any autonomous vehicles that are on the road Not here. anywhere. Not here. No, but we have talked about a few, like Amazon has, um, uh, uh, you know, something in the works. And there are a few others that are... Um, yeah, but if they have the full-blown ad campaign... Yeah, then they've got... It's got to be somewhere, be right? Right? All right. So, unfortunately, I don't know about it It's like a Johnny Cab for pizza. Uh, Besides Domino's pizza commercials, expect to see the Grumpy Noid popping up elsewhere, like social media and as a mini-boss in the new Crash Bandicoot mobile games. Freaking autonomous. Uh, Noid superfans can find some related merchandise like T-shirts and tumblers on Amazon. Admit it, you'd order one of these pizzas just to have this thing come by. Totally. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're building a, a Domino's nearby me, and if it has that, I'm on board. Freaking crazy. <laughs> uh, Domino's is donating profits from Amazon merch to Domino's Partners Foundation, an internal nonprofit organization that provides financial assistance to franchise and corporate employees in need. Quick question, though. The, with everything, with anything like this, there there comes, you know, that, that means that the actual pizza delivery guy, that position is eliminated. Right. But then again, the man who services the uh, the equipment, perhaps that creates another job. Maybe. Uh, That's know. the thing. As we're, we're seeing more and more, and, and the, you know, it's... it's a, Freaking yin and yang. It's yin and yang, yeah, because we have, we have a, you know, more efficient productivity. Right. Uh, but yet, you're going to, there's some jobs that are going to be lost over that if you're having machines take over for human beings. So I don't know. Freaking crazy. So you'd have to walk out to this vehicle to pick up the pizza itself, right? Like, oh, then I'm not doing it. What? Okay. <laughs> like they can't bring it. How right can it be a gelatinous mass? You can't uh, tip the guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, let's see what else. Cracker Barrel. Ah. Oh. Uh, is launching a bunch of new menu items just in time for Mother's Day. Uh, the items include their new hand-breaded fried chicken tenders. You can order them plain or opt out for the sweet and smoky glazed tenders. That you folks want some hand butter. <laughs> <laughs> that feature the same tenders. It's so good. Coated in a maple bacon glaze and served with buttermilk ranch. I see you purchased a Travis Tritt CD in our gift shop. Uh, they also have new barrel bites, which include... A lo- barrel. Loaded hash brown casserole tots or biscuit beignets. It's a 50-gallon drum of tater tots. Uh, the former are made with bite-sized tater tots covered in bacon pieces and melted Colby cheese and served with buttermilk ranch dressing, while the latter is made with deep-fried buttermilk biscuit dough. All this sounds good. That is tossed in cinnamon sugar with butter pecan sauce for dipping. That Isn't this a little really more good. adventurous than the usual Cracker Barrel menu items? I think they I mean, good. I know it's it's still in the same vein, but it seems a little bit more... Um, if they could, if it's possible to associate the word gourmet, it's too fancy. Yeah, is what it is. What's all this? I man? ain't from the north. I'm from the south. What's all this crap on this plate here? It looks like a little tree. At participating locations, you'll also find uh, two new beverages that are both available for a limited time. They have the fruit stand tea, which is infused with peach, apricot, and cherry flavors. That sounds really good. Oh, that's good. Or the butter crunch caramel latte. That's fancy stuff right there. A blend I'm of butter. Raise my pinky when I drink there. Butterscotch and caramel flavors finished with whipped cream, toffee almond crumbles, mm. caramel drizzle. What time does Cracker Barrel? Do they close early? And a butterscotch. Do they- yeah, they have dinner. Do they close ever? Anytime I go by are any they a Cracker hour? Barrel, I don't think no. they are. But there is always 
cars in the parking sure. lot. Like huh. Pat. Uh, yeah, Pat. they serve the dinner and all that stuff, yeah. Plymouth Meeting Mall. Um, uh, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. The Metroplex, yep. the one yeah. there, is mm-hmm. oh, 7 oh, to 9 p.m. Yep. Always packed. Always packed. Yep. Always. Mm-hmm. Hey, uh, speaking of beverages, I had a beverage for the first time a couple of weeks ago. Uh, there's a, you ever hear a spot burger in the city? No. Oh, great mm-hmm. burgers. Uh, and, and the guy who owns the place is like super duper uh, um, phil- philanthropic. Oh, uh, nice. yeah. I think he just sort of has a general rule, like if uh, you come in and you're hungry and you don't have don't quote me on this. <laughs> you don't have I money. I think the rule is he'll just hand you fistfuls of cash if you come in. But anyway, I went there and uh, <laughs> he does not give you fistfuls of cash. But he might give you a burger. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I had a, uh, I bought it actually for my son, but he gave me a taste of it. Hank's cream soda, but it's a caramel apple cream soda. Really? Oh. Yes. Holy shnikes. Okay. Yes. Really, really thumbs good. Thumbs up all the way around. Thumbs, so up, thumbs all up, the way up for around. Spot Burger. And yep. the, the man who owns it is philanthropic, but does not hand out handfuls of cash. Does not hand out handfuls of cash. But also, like, when I went in there, like, man, they were so nice when I went in there. Because uh, I just went in to ask uh, how – I didn't have a whole lot of time in there. I was like, how long for a burger? And they're like, probably about, like, 15 minutes. I'm like, ah, well, thanks anyway. And then the dude's like – well, hang on. He's like, how much time you got? I'm like, I don't know, like, you know, five minutes or so. He's like, we'll get it done. And then so they, they did it all. And then people were walking in and they were like, hey, Miss Pat. And they like knew all the neighborhood That's people. customer service. Yes, right yes. it is. Absolutely. They call nice. you Miss Casey. They did. I was like, I'm a man. I'm a boy. Hey, Miss Casey. I am a boy. I am a boy. Okay, okay. See? <laughs> Miss Casey, I'm a guy. Uh, so lots of new stuff at uh, at the Cracker Barrel. All right. Uh, did you guys hear that there is a uh, an overstock of Girl Scout cookies? Like yes, loads of Girl Scout. cookies. I didn't buy a, a box this well, year because you listen. You did not have the. You think of all the things that that are a mechanism of the sale of those cookies. So many of those cookies are sold in offices, which are not you know. B- b- Parents bringing them in and selling them to co-workers. Also, a lot of times people, you know, they're, they're set up outside of uh, supermarkets and things mm-hmm. like that. A lot of that I didn't see taking place. Correct. Yep. And that's uh, that's the reason. So you can order them online, though. Uh, and uh, it, it'll be a quick search and you'd be able to do that. So, But they, they are uh, they're stocked up big time. I mean, they've got like millions of dollars Worth of Girl Scout cookies that didn't get sold. They're excellent. We actually did end up with some. My wife ordered some. I might have ordered them online. Um, you know, I mean, just listen, there's got to be. What if you could buy bulk and give them like to food shelters and stuff like that? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. By the way, so amid the outbreak, uh, Girl Scouts are now uh, promoting a new program. It's called Cookie Care, which allows shoppers to buy cookies from the local troop online or donate the treats to first responders, food pantries, and town and country employees. I always have great ideas town after and they've already employees. been had. Yeah. <laughs> Not town and country employees. I'm sorry, what's that? I always have great ideas after they've already had. Yes. Yeah. So that idea is there. So, Steve, if you would like to donate, that's a good way to do it. And I a lot of times, that. you know what I will do is, because I've already bought a box or two, and, and, and you get the... You get the eyes. You get the, the, the little girls. You like, make just, a donation? Yeah, just give them five bucks. That's what I do, is. yeah. And... and uh, it's an easy thing to do, but, you know, you can't keep coming home with all those cookies. I mean, you can, but... When I go out, uh, I usually have a whole bunch of gold chains around my neck, and I usually take one off and put it in the... <laughs> drop it in, yeah, the, yeah. in the bowl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, uh, Casey, uh, Josh from Spot Burgers oh, hey. is, is called in. Hey, Josh, how you doing? I'm doing... I love you guys, man. Oh, I'm thanks. so happy that you guys mentioned me. That, that's, that's, that's great. Casey, man... Uh, Big fan, buddy. Big oh, fan. Love did he recognize so you when you were there? No. Wait, Josh, are you the owner? 
I'm the owner. Okay, oh. no. So Josh wasn't there because I wanted to – I asked if the owner was there because I had um, – we had donated to your your cause a few months ago, and yeah, so I wanted I to I wanted to thank yeah. you for you know what you're doing for you know the area and for you know for anybody that's you know suffering through the pandemic. But uh, it was your manager. I didn't get his name or anything like that. Do you know who Miss Pat is by any chance? Oh uh, yeah, Miss Pat. That's my girl. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so uh, she came walking yeah. in. Please call him Miss Casey next time. <laughs> he comes in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, Miss Pat is uh, just the neighborhood. Um, well, she's just part of the neighborhood, yeah. and uh, we became really good friends. And I'm, I'm friends with uh, virtually everybody on the block, including... Well, kudos you to know, you for the, doing that. That's that's an old style of doing uh, business, and as Preston said, the, the customer service is, is an essential, and it sounds like you're doing it. Well, yeah. I mean, I grew up in South Philly, so I remember the corner store Alice Delicatessen, and I yeah. remember Mrs. Trans Chinese, and we knew them by first name. Yeah. And if we didn't have a nickel or, or we were short a dollar, there was dollars back in the day where it's like, don't worry about it. We know who you are. And, you know, that sort of left the neighborhood vibe, right? It's sort of coming back in, in certain parts of the area, but, you know, when I open up Spot Burger in the area, it's not just making money off of selling burgers, but it's actually being part of the community. And if you're going to be part of the community, you can't just siphon off a profit off of them all the time. I, I like that philosophy. Yeah, so yes. is, is Steve right? Are you handing out fistfuls of cash or? <laughs> well, uh, no, but uh, we feed children. Uh, if you got kids and, and you're having a hard time, just come on in. Just say kids meal. We got you. Uh, kids we do eat for industry people. That's nice. Wow. That's really uh, nice, man. Since, uh, we've been doing it for over a year since wow. uh, March last year when the pandemic hit. And, uh, well, it's that, been going well. I mean, the neighborhood, it, it relieves a little bit of tension. I mean, you know, I've been there, man. I've been poor. I, I remember paper food stamps. I've been there. Yes. I know what it's like. And yep. and when you're when you're down in your luck and yeah. you got nothing left, you, you know, bad things happen sometimes. And, and what can we do as people other than just to help each other? It's a beautiful thing. And, and look, it's food, man. Yeah. Like if I saw if I if I my brother was starving and he was hungry, what am I going to say? Sorry, buddy. You, you know, you owe me. No, I would. I'll feed him. Yep. I'll feed him. Hey, Josh. Then, if I if I come in, what what would you serve me? What's what's uh, what's the best thing on the menu? Well, we got something called the John. We we created that <laughs> back when we were a food truck, and the John we won best of Philly a couple of years ago. It's a it's a mishmash of a sloppy Joe ribeye cheesesteak meats. It's sliced ribeye. Sloppy Joe, French fries, fried onions, grilled onions, spot sauce, and cheese whiz. Ah, so heart healthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a, uh, yeah. It's one of those CrossFit burgers. <laughs> Can you do us a favor? Can you actually put a, a Miss Casey's Choice up on the uh, <laughs> Miss Casey's uh, Choice? <laughs> and whatever <laughs> Casey decides. It. Menu. We, do, we do our version of the Big Mac. We call it the Big Mick. Uh, um, <laughs> It's well, great, you know. If you were to do a Miss Casey burger, what I like is <laughs> oh, no. I like uh, chopped up pickled jalapenos mixed into my meat. I do. Ah, uh-huh. all right. Yeah, I'm down with that. That's yeah. not bad. We're yeah, looking at we're, a, lo- uh, yeah. we're looking at some of your menu items. It looks great. I mean, it looks like if you if you're going to get serious about having a burger, that's where you got to go. Yeah, we we do everything in house. So we're one of the very first, one of the very few, with the only hamburgery in the area that oh. still. Butchers our meat, fresh grinds it every day. We slice our own uh, ribeye cheesesteaks. We slice chicken for chicken cheesesteaks. And nothing comes out of a frozen box. Nice. Love it. I shoot the cattle in the alleyway. Well, Josh, (laughs) (laughs) you're you're serving up good food and you're doing a good thing for the community. So thanks for the call. Appreciate it. You guys are doing great. All right, Josh. Thanks, buddy. Burgers up. Burgers up. (laughs) (laughs) Glad he was listening. That's cool. Uh, well, speaking of killing cows, let me go to another subject here. Oh, 
Thank you. Uh, Beyond Meat is going to launch their latest version of their new meat-free burger patties in grocery stores uh, either this week or next week. So they have Beyond Meat. So I think they have (laughs) Meat from Beyond. Meat from Beyond the Grave. May I just want a quick uh, plug here? Beautiful. Uh, Sure. Acme uh, Impossible Burger Patties. My wife just picked them up. Holy hell, they're really good. Yeah, they are. And then also I made, uh, yeah, it was Taco Tuesday yesterday, and uh, one of my children is attempting to be a uh, vegetarian, so yes. I made a separate uh, frying pan of the impossible, like, ground beef, so to speak, and it was good. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Well, this is a, they're, they're coming out with a new uh, recipe. So their their first iteration, Beyond Burger, in 2016, the patties are now carried in more than uh, 28,000 retail locations across the United States, so... They have, I, I guess they're going to constantly try to refine, Yes, uh, you know, the, the, the recipe, however they put it together. I think they, so they were at like 2.0 last time. And I tell you what, they, they um, again, for some people, Preston, as you describe it, um, it, it won't taste like, you know, burger, burger, like Kobe beef burger to them, but it, it, it tastes good. I happen to think that the newest versions uh, really are close to straight up mm. really good hamburger meat. Uh, so the the company's chief growth officer, his name is Chuck Muth, uh, said that improving its meat alternatives helps the company hold on to its market share, even as uh, more competitors like Tyson Food and Kellogg's offer meatless burgers. Um, and he, he said, beyond the traditional meat producers, uh, ultimately Beyond sees traditional meat producers as its real competition. Improving the taste of its Beyond burgers helps win customers. Moreover, the meat substitute boasts thirty five percent less fat. No cholesterol and fewer calories than a burger made from 80-20 beef. So they're going to have a new recipe coming out soon. All right, another story from Connoisseur. I don't, I don't know if I've ever had a lawsuit in the ah. Connoisseur file. <laughs> but a Juneau County woman filed a federal lawsuit Sunday against a company that creates Bagel Bites pizza snacks. What's wrong with them? Alleging that the packaging of the product deceives customers because it does not have real mozzarella cheese and tomato sauce. According to the lawsuit filed in federal court, Caitlin Huber argues that the packaging of Kraft Heinz Food Company's pizza bagel snacks is misleading. She alleges that the front label's emphasis on mozzarella cheese and real dairy is false because the product does not contain real mozzarella cheese. I mean, is this something you can do years after the product has been out? Well, wait a second. Yeah. Does, does the packaging suggest that it is real mozzarella and real... Well, that's what she's saying, yeah. Uh, so I, I've never actually scrutinized the um, Bagel Bites packaging. Neither have I, but this woman has. Okay, it does say mozzarella, mozzarella, mozzarella cheese. Uh, yeah. So well, what is it then? She argues that the reasonable Wisconsin cons- woodcock. consumers... <laughs> Would expect a product with tomato sauce to only contain tomato ingredients and seasonings, not thickeners. Uh, the lawsuit also states the dairy industry is more integral to Wisconsin than potatoes are to Idaho and oranges to Florida. Mm. Uh, she notes that the state makes just over a quarter of the nation's cheese, by the way. I didn't know that. Uh, Huber also alleges that the real dairy seal is misleading, comparing the one used on a bagel Bites box and a real dairy seal. What? Well, where are, where are most of the mozzarella mines in the country? Wisconsin, man. Yeah, Wisconsin yeah. and the mine. What probably. is that cheese though that doesn't melt that they put on frozen pizzas? Formica. Uh, no, as we talked melt. about it. It's before. horrible. It, but they they they've gotten so past that old style um, um, 
locale cheese stuff that... No, uh, it's still on the frozen pizzas. Even like the Amy's, like the healthy ones. Really? Like sometimes it's just not melting. Yes. And I'm like, what is this that it's not melting? What do you mean by it doesn't melt? It, it doesn't, doesn't spread melt. out? It doesn't, it, doesn't, uh, it doesn't melt. It stays in like the original like little cube form. Cube? Yeah, like like a, like you would get on... Do you ever have Shredded? a frozen pizza? Sure. Yeah. Oh, so and it's, it's in, in just, like little strips? It'll Either it'll strips or way. cubes, yeah. And Are you sure you're just, actually turning on the oven and not just adjusting the well, clock? Listen, <laughs> I, I would say that that is a possibility, but no, I, I was sure that the oven was on. I put it in no, for 4 o'clock. We talked about this before <laughs> on the show, is that cheese that doesn't melt, and somebody called in and told us why and what it was. Mm. Apparently, it's lower moisture cheese, Kathy, and that has something to do with it. So it's, it all comes down to the word moist. Yeah. <laughs> it's cheese, but it's lower moisture cheese, yeah. so it doesn't, it doesn't melt. There's a, whole, there's a whole Reddit feed on pizza cheese that doesn't melt. Okay, yeah. all right. And as far as frozen pizzas are concerned, Kathy, uh, you ever been to a place called Target? Casey, uh, I am, yes. Okay, apparently they have a Detroit-style pizza, frozen pizza that they sell there that is like Aces. Have you had it? I have not. Okay, you just heard. Tell. I just heard. Um, I from hear, a guy. I hear things. I hear things. I hear things, and it was from a guy. So, so. I've heard things. You know a guy. You I know Target pizza that's Detroit style. I think this lady has a case. I support her. And, uh, uh, well, yeah. So the lawsuit was filed as class action lawsuit, meaning on behalf of anyone who bought the pizza bagels in the state. Uh, the lawsuit seeks an unspecified amount of monetary damages for consumers as well as the company to change the packaging. When will the dying stop? Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's do another thing. And it's, we got to wrap up on this one. But, I want pizza bagels now. <laughs> uh, and, and I don't know if they've ever talked about dogs in dogs? the connoisseur. This is why I wanted to do the connoisseur today. Uh, Hilton Hotel chain in the UK unveiled... Bone Appetit, ah. a mouthwatering new dog menu to provide the nation with an easy way to show their canine pals they care. So when you order room service, you can order dog food, too. If you have a dog in the room? Or not. <laughs> yeah, if you want to eat dog, you food, eat dog yeah. food, go for it. So the bespoke menu will be available to guests and their beloved pets across 32 of Hilton's pet-friendly hotels in the U.K. and Ireland. Oh, that makes sense. Uh, Hilton explained that the menus have been developed with the help of veterinary nutrition experts and approved by Dog Friendly, which provides dog lovers with information on exploring dog-friendly hotels and restaurants throughout the U.K. Uh, the canine covet, uh, coveted menu consists of four uh, meal options. You have... Uh, beef doguignon, uh-huh. slow-cooked uh, beef brisket, served with mashed potatoes, carrots, green beans, sweet corn, broad beans, and gluten-free gravy. That sounds pretty tasty to my human ears. <laughs> uh, then you have mutt roast, which is gluten-free tomato pasta topped with mature cheddar cheese and roasted in the oven. Then you have Earl Greyhound Cheddar Cheese. Huh. Or no, I'm sorry, Earl Greyhound, ah. which is a calming blend of lavender, rose petals, lime flower, and orange flowers, perfect for anxious pooches. And the Tallywagger Creek, a non-alcoholic wine infused oh with God, elderflower, nettle, ginseng, <laughs> lime flower, and black carrot. Do you know Rochelle makes our own dog food at home? Does she? Yes, she does. Okay. And what does she make it from? It's got uh, ground turkey. It has zucchini. It has peas, hmm. carrots, um, spinach. Uh, so she makes found a recipe, and, and our dogs love it because we were having digestive problems. Yeah. Right. And this works? And the a while back, the uh, veterinarian had us just make them uh, chicken and rice. Like, literally boiling up chicken, cutting it up, yeah, putting yeah, it in yeah. rice, and feeding it to them that way. And so she found these other recipes, and it has helped out nice. with their bowel with the, movements yes. wonderfully, and they like it. Does she so make she it, makes it, uh, she makes a it a large, large 
She makes it on bulk. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So so like once a week, she'll cook up a whole bunch of it, and we put it in containers, and it's good to go. Yeah, remember we talked about my friend who, ever since her dog was a puppy, it's case it's the same as Reggie, same type of dog, and she cooks the dog breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and cooks it in bulk, and she has separate Tupperwares in the refrigerator, and they're for the dog. So I was at uh, Monster Pets uh, a a while ago, and they have the, the whole, like, prepared refrigerated fresh food industry is taking off like right. this you know not not like you uh and they, they had a ton of it so we picked up these basically it's like these um rolls burger burger patties but that are made i mean they look it's not like alpo like you know right. gains burgers this is like stuff yeah and and they, they're, they're a hit. I mean, it's amazing, the, the quality of the food, but it's, it's fresher. Yeah. Lo and behold, it turns out animals tend to like to eat fresher stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah. And I can eat the dog food that Rochelle makes. I mean, it's made yeah, from, yeah. And I have. Leftovers. It's just bland. It yeah. just doesn't have any seeds. You going to finish that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Reggie will eat anything, but he does have a sensitive stomach, so he, he throws up more than the other dog. Fozzie is a very finicky eater. Sometimes he will just not leave any. He, he will leave his food in his bowl and not touch it. Right. But what we found out, what he likes and what we feed him now is just use toilet paper. And he just goes to town. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Or, use, or, or tampons. Yeah. 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 Tampons. Tampons use yeah. toilet paper. Or he just or, loves it. Yeah. Or other dogs' turds. <laughs> we had to buy special trash cans yeah. because they were eating yes. the tampons. Yeah. Oh, with yeah. The, with the lid on top. Oh, yeah. Lid on, yeah. Oh, yeah. Except my cats can get into that trash can. So the special trash can now has a tissue box, uh, oh tissue God. box holder on top because it's a little bit of weight. Uh-huh. She's got, like, yeah. she got, she got like a wire with grenades around it. <laughs> <laughs> she can get. Into it, into the the trash can with a damn lid. Yeah, I have a horrible thing in my mind, and it's Kathy <laughs> dangling a used one at the. Come on, come on, come on. Come on. Oh, it's a, are we friends again? Yeah. yeah. No, but I, it's fun when she does get to it, and there's a treat wow. somewhere. Yeah, in the house. yeah that's I'm like, awesome. With my dog, I'm like, dude, you won't eat this food, but I've <laughs> literally pulled a paper towel out of your ass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You won't eat this food. Yeah, That's why so try to understand it? Yeah, but anyway, uh, so I think it's a great idea in the UK uh, that Hilton is going to be having this option. the The menu is called Bone Appetite. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And you'll be able to order. For absolutely, your pets if yeah. You're traveling with them. All right, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. Order. Hey, 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 hey. Restaurants full, and we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a break and come back in a moment with your chance to win. $500. Also, a uh, bizarre file story and the lead story you're going to love. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us. MMR spotlights the best rock in Philadelphia with Jackson's Local Shots. That's right. And this month's artist is Liz Delise. Local Shots Artist of the Month for April. Check them out every Wednesday at 6.30 right here on the Mighty MMR. And you can hear and see more now at WMMR.com. Keyword, Local Shots. Sponsored by Family and Company Jewelers. Find a band that rocks her world at Family. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Philly. All right, let's get to the Bizarre Files. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Files. Brought to you this morning by Coors Pure, an organic light beer that is refreshingly simple. For the exceptionally crisp, clean taste you'd expect from Coors, 92 calories, no sugar, Cures Pure. You can try it today. All right, let's begin with this one. A German police bomb squad called to investigate a suspected hand grenade and a Bavarian forest has revealed that the object was 
a rubber sex toy. Oh! A jogger reported finding a bag containing the device on Monday in a forest outside of the city of Paso. There's so many of those left over from World War II, Preston. Uh, the discovery... In the dildo blitz of 1941. The discovery of forgotten or hidden munitions is a regular occurrence in Germany, more than 75 years after the end of the Second World War. When the bomb squad arrived and inspected its contents, uh, they determined that it was a rubber grenade replica. The condoms and lubricant in the bag helped point to the device's intended use. Never before have so many dildos fell upon our fair city. And an internet search, the police said, confirmed the suspicion, and they said there are actually sex toys in the form of hand grenades. Really? So that's what Interesting. Got. Mm-hmm. With a removable pen? I, that I don't know. They didn't go into detail about it. That's when it vibrates after you pull the pen. Oh, it yeah. starts vibrating. But after five seconds. It detonates. Yeah. Uh, a family legend, I love this story, has been proven true in Massachusetts where a treasure hunter uncovered a trove of cash that was long rumored to be hidden inside an old home. The home belonged to a couple who had lived there for decades before dying and leaving it to a relative. The relative's daughter planned to sell the house, but... She didn't want to let it go without investigating an old story about a cache of money hidden somewhere in the home. Mm. A woman initially hired a string of carpenters to search the walls and floorboards, but they came back empty-handed. So she heard about a guy named Keith Wiley, a Connecticut-based treasure hunter and detectorist who specializes in finding lost valuables. I'm also a finderist. Wiley made the trip to western Massachusetts and poured over the home with his metal detector in a visit that he documented on a ca- on camera for his uh, re- a YouTube channel that's called Redis- Rediscover Lost. Okay, so Wiley said that the family had a few hints about the cash, uh, but those were largely useless. The only one that actually helped was the story about the cash being hidden in the attic. He searched the attic and found something that the others had missed. A few strange metal pings coming from the floorboards. Mm-hmm. And it was enough to pique Willie's, or Wiley's suspicions so he stuck an endoscope camera under the floorboards and took a look around. He said, when I dropped it in the second or third hole, I saw something weird. It had letters and numbers on it, and it was a small silver something. I realized, oh, man, this is a keyhole. Well, he pulled up the floorboards, pulled out the long-lost treasure. The bank locks, uh, the bank lockbox was there, filled with $46,000 worth of crisp bills from the 1930s and 50s. Stacked and wrapped in packets of 500 each. I was watching the footage, and crisp is exactly what... They're like brand new bills. Yeah. Uh, The dates on the bank straps indicate the money was packed up in 1958. A cash of $46,000 in the 50s would have been equivalent to hiding more than $400,000 today. Uh, And he added that the banknotes might be worth even more to collectors because of their age. Uh, Karen, the owner, said it was a relief to finally get to the bottom of the treasure hunt... And to finally get confirmation about a decades-old family legend, she said it is true. So that's pretty damn cool. Man. Yeah, we, we didn't find anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, I thought this is pretty uh, ingenious. A letter is hitting mailboxes across Utah. And according to the uh, Office of Recovery Services, it says, This notice is to inform you that according to our records maintained by the ORS, you currently have child support er- uh, errors over $2,500. It then warns under a new Utah law that you may not apply for, obtain, or attempt to obtain a license permit or a tag for hunting or fishing. 
So in, huh. U- in Utah. Interesting. Yeah, that's a big deal. Exactly. Yeah. So a law passed by the Utah State Legislature last year is going to affect, and thousands of people who are delinquent on child support could be denied a hunting or fishing license because they owe more than $2,500 in unpaid child support. How vigilant are they about enforcing the licenses when you go out hunting and fishing? Oh, I bet they're extremely yeah. vigilant in areas like that. Uh, the state is trying to notify people that they show up to purchase a hunting or fishing license and get rejected. Uh, Utah's Office of Recovery Services is sending out the letters this week to 19,062 people who have been identified as being behind on child support. Of those, about 10,000 have been found to be in both agencies' databases, meaning that they have purchased a hunting or fishing license in the past. Deadbeat fishermen. I mean, there's a, there's a show, I think it's Alaska Game Wardens yes. or something like oh, yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So in these more rural states... They, they really police that stuff pretty strongly because it's really important to the community. Uh, Ireland's Letram County is not playing around when it comes to keeping owners on top of curbing their dogs. After deciding that mere signs weren't enough to keep the public spaces clean, the town's council has decided to go full CSI style in their efforts. The council announced a plan last week to enact DNA testing on abandoned abandoned dog feces left in places like park streets, walking trails, and housing uh, estates. Um, so once again, this is in Ireland. So they said the, the Letram Animal Warden will take samples of dog waste in areas with high levels of dog fouling and using DNA match the samples with saliva samples taken oh. from dogs in the same area. Uh, recent research highlights how big the issue of dog poop is, and they said they want to reinforce the message that this is solely a human problem and not a dog one. Big dogs running, big dogs out. Yeah, so people neglecting to clean up after their furry friends have been uh, a problem in the residential area of the county for a long time now. In 2018, they, an attempt to control the issue, they introduce a special award category for their Big Scoop Dog Fouling Awareness <laughs> Campaign. And uh, according to the Letram Observer's 2018 research, 53% of locals opine that dog fouling is a big issue in the area. So they're now going to DNA test the dog poop, find out who they are, and then they're going to find them for that. So Taste this. Does it taste like moss? Yes. <laughs> they're testing it any way they can to make yeah, it happen. Yeah, I know where this is from. All right, and there you go. That's what they have in the that's what we have in the bizarre file. And right now I have a chance for you to win a copy of a screening code for the new action thriller from Amazon Studios. Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. Without Remorse. Starring Michael B. Jordan. And it is tomorrow that it comes out officially. Uh, it's on Prime Video starting on April 30th, by the way. So if you are caller number 10, how many can I give away? All of them. All right. There's, I think there's four there. 10, 11, and 12, and 13. Yeah, I got four of them here. We'll set you up with that. 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now, and we'll see if you can win. Don't forget we have a secret text word, too, so we'll do the winner a little bit later for that. So text word, secret 39333, some other things to give away. Taking a break, coming back, we'll get the lesson question, trash, and music news when we get back. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on the MMR mobile app. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you need to prep for this summer season. And now, order all your season essentials online at acmemarkets.com. And an experienced Acme associate will carefully pick and pack your order and bring the groceries right to your car. It's fast and easy with drive up and go at Acme. 
Visit AcmeMarkets.com to start shopping now and get $20 off your first online order. Acme, fresh foods, local flavors. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We have a new Daily Rush video. We yep, do. Brand new. Just found out about this. Who's handed to me? Uh, the title of the Daily Rush video is What It Sounds Like When Doves Cry. And the description says, dig, if you will, the picture of Preston engaged in an avian murder. <laughs> and you can I check, don't remember that. I don't either. You can check this out now at PrestonandSteve.com. Uh, sponsored by Punchline Philly, Fishtown's first comedy club, restaurant, and bar. I did watch the one with the octopus accepting the Oscar. Uh, that one is fantastic. You want to see those. So there's uh, several videos that have been put up in the last few days if you want to take a look at those. All right, uh, let's give some away. We're going to do the lesson question, and we're going to give away two general admission tickets for the Skip Back 2021 Spring Wine Fest, which is May 22nd. Uh, the question that we will go with is, what was the adult version of the Flintstones called? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. What is the adult version of the Flintstones called? A couple different answers for that. 215-263-WMMR. If you heard and you know, you should call because you might win. We're going to do the trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Stories, stories. Let's get the stories. What's going on, Steve? Well, Bachelor star Matt James, who dumped Rachel Kirkconnell after a racism dust-up, has been spotted all over her at multiple Santa Monica night spots. James says he thought it'd be hard to get past her racism until he found out how easy it was to get past her thighs. Hey! The Academy Motion Picture Arts and Sciences reportedly panicking over the Oscars telecast drawing only 9.5 million viewers. Producers are seriously considering shaking things up next year by giving the Gene Hirschholt Award to Peter North. Whoa, oh, my could be wild. God. And finally, Kendall Jenner was at Madison Square Garden to see boyfriend Devin Booker and the Phoenix Suns take on the Knicks. As it turns out, Kendall herself has also taken on the Knicks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's your Hollywood track. Alrighty, we will see if someone knows the answer to our lesson question and what was the adult version of the Flintstones, or what is it going to be called? 215-263-WMMR, I will go to Andy. Hey, Andy, how you doing? Hey, how you guys doing? Excellent. All right, Andy, do me a favor. Tell me what the adult version of the Flintstones will be called. It's called the Flintstones AD, After Dark. After Dark, you got it, yes. One moment, Andy. We'll get your info. And then, sir, we are going to give you a couple of general admission tickets for the Skip Back 2021 Spring Wine Fest on May 22nd. You can uncork the fun with this week's MMR Big Friggin' Deal. This week only, get two general admission tickets for the Skip Back 2021 Spring Wine Fest for only $25 while supplies last. That's at WMMR.com. Just use the keyword deal. Time for music news. Now, Preston and Steve's music news on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Armor Metals and Recycling. You get cash today. If you need cash fast, bring your scrap and e-cycling to Armor Metals and Recycling and walk away with cash today. Located in Pensacola, New Jersey or at ArmorMetalsRecycling.com. Well, a new proposal has been submitted to the Lego company to turn My Chemical Romance's Welcome to the Black Parade video staging into a Lego set. The proposal what? 
were shared via the Lego Ideas section. It seems kind of depressing. And as Loudwire, Loudwire.com reports, after a certain number of votes are tallied, uh, the company takes the idea into consideration. The proposed set contains just under 600 pieces and includes all five members of the band uh, at that time. Gerard Way, Mikey Way, Ray Toro, Frank Iero, and Bob Breyer, according to VM Bricks, who submitted the idea. My Comical Romance members, uh, Frank Iero and Mikey Way, shared the proposal via their socials writing with Iero writing... Some amazing maniac that goes by the name VNM Bricks uh, came up with the concept for the My Chem Black Parade float at Lego, and I am losing my mind at how crazy rad that is. So is it like a diorama, or is it a depiction of the song, or what is it? Um, it's of the set from the video. I don't oh, really right. know. It says the staging, uh, uh, the video staging. Uh, so it, he said, I, for one, have already gone to Lego website and voted for this thing because it would be the greatest experience getting to build this with my son, Miles. Huh. Uh, he said, this is incredible. Uh, at the press time, fans had already given the proposal 10,000 votes. To uh, click your vote, you can go on the Lego website and do that. That'd be pretty damn cool, man. It is. Johnny Rotten has revealed his less than impressed. he is less than impressed with director Danny Boyle's attempt to bring his musical story to life. The six-part series, simply titled Pistol, is based on guitarist Steve Jones' memoir, Lonely Boy, Tales from a Sex Pistol. The forthcoming FX drama will cover the band's early rise to fame in West London and their link to Vivienne Westwood and Malcolm McLaren's sex shop in King's Road. And to be honest, I'd be surprised if Johnny Rotten wasn't dissatisfied. Oh, I know. Yeah, you expect I, that. I thought the same. He yeah. hates everything, no right. matter what. It's Johnny. It's Johnny. Uh, Toby Wallace will play the book's author, Steve, while Lewis Partridge takes on the role of bass player Sid Vicious, and Anson Boone stars as Lydon. Uh, Johnny Lydon, John Lydon, yeah. that's Johnny Rotten, uh, told the Sunday Times, I think that's the most disrespectful S I've ever had to endure. <laughs> he said, I mean, they went to the point to hire an actor to play me, but what's the actor working on? Certainly not my character. It can't go anywhere else but to court. And he, as he discussed taking legal advice, Lydon claimed he uh, his consent to go ahead with the TV series was never sought. He said, sorry, you think you can do this, like walk all over me. It isn't going to happen, not without a huge, enormous effing fight. He said, I'm Johnny, you know, <laughs> and when you interfere with my business, you're going to get the bitter end of my business as a result. He said, it's a disgrace. If you put me in a corner like a rat, I'm going to go for your throat. I'm up against some corporations that just want to take over. A spokesperson for Pistol told Sunday Times that the filmmaker, Boyle, had attempted to make contact with Lydon through his management company, but commented that the direct contact had been declined. Game of Thrones star Maisie Williams was recently seen taking on uh, the hair-raising role of punk model Pamela Rook, or Rook, I'm sorry, a.k.a. Jordan, one of the band's biggest fans. Thomas Brody Sangster, who was in Maze Runner and Game of Thrones, uh, will take on the role of McLaren, who was also the Sex Pistols manager. Oh, he's in um, Queen's Gambit, too. He's the like the rock and roll chess oh, player. He's yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a kid from um, Love Actually. Correct. The plays is that the drums. right? Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I know James Gordon is playing Mick, Mick Jagger, right? No. Oh, no. Uh, Boyle serves as both director and executive producer. A uh, release date is yet to be confirmed, but the series currently is being filmed, and it will air likely in 2022. Oh, I still want to see it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd love to see it. Greta Van Fleet has responded to Gene Simmons' recent comments about rock music being dead. 
Uh, during an interview with the Gulf News, Gene said, uh, Rock is dead, and that's because new bands haven't taken the time to create glamour, excitement, and epic stuff. Uh, Greta Van Fleet frontman Josh Kiska uh, said about Simmons' con- uh, comments, Maybe the world of rock that Gene remembers is dead. I don't know. I think rock and roll is a very elastic genre. It's a very eclectic genre. It seems like every once in a while a generation reinterprets what that is. Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) One word. One thing to say to you. Mm -hmm. No disrespect, Greta Van Susten. He continued saying, and I've heard a lot throughout the years, I guess people blowing hot air about, I think rock and roll can be become dormant, uh, but you can't kill something that supersedes time. It's an attitude and spirit and a celebration, and I think people pass the torch and time moves on. I think there's probably a lot of people that would disagree with him. Elton John is one, I'm sure, and I've heard it come out of his mouth before. Uh, so they're kind of firing back a little bit at uh, Gene, who thinks that uh, rock... I'm rubber, you're glue. Whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you. Chicken. Chicken. Uh, The Pretty Reckless will not be touring in 2021. That sucks. It does. Uh, The band wrote... (laughs) It's funny, as you were saying the words The Pretty Reckless, I was reading the words The Pretty Reckless, uh, because they are opening with Greta Van Fleet for the Foo Fighters, Mm. but not until next year. Yeah, so the band wrote on their Instagram... It was meant to be. Instagram page... Uh, yesterday, after much thought and careful consideration of the ongoing COVID epidemic, uh, we've uh, made the difficult uh, decision to postpone all touring until 2022. Uh, so they said, we can't wait back, w- wait to come back and see uh, you around the world in 2022. Stay tuned. Announcements coming this week. So uh, I guess they have announced that they'll be doing stuff with Greta Van Fleet and with Foo Fighters as well. Let's go back to KISS for a moment. All right. <laughs> oh, you're still here. He's yeah. sticking around. Just puttering around. <laughs> a- A&E's biography will air its two-part Kiss documentary, Kiss Story. On Kiss June- Story. Uh, Kiss Story. Thank yes. you. Oh. Chicken. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what? What? Chicken butt. Chicken, chicken butt. Yeah. Chicken butt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, Kistery, uh-huh. June 27th and 28th, according to Rolling Stone. The episodes are great. <laughs> <laughs> the episodes of Chronicle Kiss's 50-year history from its free fame Wicked Lester days... Up through the present. Do we even understand and or remember the history of, no. of Gene Simmons yeah. and Chickens? Is it the Muppets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was the Muppets. Okay. Oh. You played the... the um, bark, bark, bark. Yeah. Um, what's the song? CeeLo Green. CeeLo Green. And Gene had joined in. We had been talking about Gene for some reason or another. And he seemed appropriate that this was the next right. great musical direction was uh, rock chicken and roll. Music. Was headed in chicken, chicken music, music, and he got behind it. <laughs> and it's it's never stopped. It's easy to remember the words, you know? Yeah, and that's that's how it started. Yeah. So thank you for reliving that. Anyhow, chicken eloquence. Yes. So Economy of language. The episode... <laughs> the episodes... 
will chronicle. I already said that. Yeah, yeah. history. Yeah, history <laughs> will feature new and exclusive interviews with co-founders Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons, along with current members, guitarist Tommy, uh, Tommy Thayer and Eric uh, Singer, the drummer. Uh, previous reports cited both original members Ace Freely and Peter Chris have participated in the documentary. Uh, also featured in history are Uber fans Tom Morello and Dave Grohl, along with producer Bob Ezrin and the band's manager Doc McGee. I always love that when you have art, other artists geek out over, yeah. you know, and, and Kiss is one of those bands. Agreed. I mean, you know, this bands you would not even assume were Kiss fans yeah. turn out to be. Uh, both Pink Floyd's David Gilmour and Metallica's Kirk Hammett have contributed songs to a new deluxe book on Fleetwood Mac co-founder and late Peter, the late Peter Green. Uh, it's titled Peter Green, the Albatross Man. It'll be published in October. Should have been a chick. I know. I know. <laughs> a more elegant creature. Peter Green, the Chicken Man. The Chicken Man. Pre-orders available now. Uh, the Tome, which is available in several editions... Including market and collectible charts Green's musical journey through the years with uh, Loudersound.com reporting David Gilmore is included on a version of Need Your Love So Bad that features a newly discovered vocal from Green recorded in the mid-1960s in his mother's attic on a tape recorder. I ha- are you familiar with a lot of the early, earliest just stuff? A few, just a handful yeah. of songs, you know, but uh, not not a whole lot. Uh, but I know that there is there's a, a worth of the yes. material there. I've just never gone back and Absolutely. really explored it. They were a little more. They they aren't. They were definitely a way different band. They were. Um, so they they had a, a completely different feel from the rumors, you know, that right. we yeah have come to know and love over the years from uh, Fleetwood Mac. Great song. So Kirk Hammett plays on the second new recording, a version of the 1971 That's classic really "Man of the World," which also features. Uh, Mick Fleetwood on drums. The main song I know is Oh Well. Do you know that song? I do. Yeah. Who did the song Sentimental? Sent- that's the same guy. Yeah. Yeah. But Oh Well is, uh, can't help but shape I'm in. I can't think I'm pretty and my legs are thin. Right. Don't ask me what I think of you. You might not give the answer mm-hmm. that you want me to. That's the one. Chicken. Chicken. Um, yeah, uh, there was yeah. some great stuff. I, I just am not that aware of it. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the juggernaut that became... The version of Fleetwood Mac that we all know has eclipsed it. Yep. So there will be many other people on board for that. In fact, a separate release on Friday is Mick Fleetwood and Friends celebrate the music of Peter Green in the early years of Fleetwood Mac. The show was recorded on February 25th, 2020 at the London Palladium. Features Pete Townsend, Bill Wyman, Kirk Hammett, Noel Gallagher, Jeremy Spencer, Zach Starkey, Billy Gibbons, David Gilmore, John Mayall, Christine McBee, and Steven Tyler, among others. That's a, that's a star-studded lineup. So that is. He was obviously very influential uh, with other musicians. And then one last story. Rolling Stones guitarist Ronnie Wood says he is cancer-free again. Yay. After secretly battling the disease for the second time during lockdown early in the coronavirus pandemic. What so kind did he beat? He's just coming forward with this. I don't really know, Steve. Oh, I'm sorry. It was uh, lung cancer. Oh, man. Oh. So well, Good for him, then. That's good. At least that's what the first one was. So, okay. Uh, the 73-year-old rock legend revealed that he was recently diagnosed with a form of small cell cancer, which typically affects the lungs or prostate. Wood previously battled lung cancer in 2017, which resulted in part of his lung being removed during a five-hour operation. Wow. He said, I've had cancer two different ways now. Uh, I had lung cancer, and I had small cell more recently that I fought in the last lockdown. He said he's received the all-clear from his doctors and is now cancer-free. That's excellent. The rocker credited 
his recovery to a higher power, core belief of Alcoholics Anonymous. He said, I'm going through a lot of problems now, but throughout my recovery, you have to let it go. And here's Keith Richards, who eats radium and is still doing great. (laughs) He said, and uh, when you hand the outcome over to your high power, higher power, that is a magic thing. Uh, Wood has been open about his struggle with addiction and received treatment at rehab multiple times. And also, uh, according to uh, the son who wrote this article, they said uh, that Wood had smoked up to 25 to 30 cigarettes a day for 50-odd years. Holy hell. Wow. Uh, He's got (laughs) six children, including four-year-old twin daughters, four Four. years old. Four. (laughs) Wow. Gracie Jane and Alice Rose are their names, with wife Sally Humphreys. He said that his how old is she? Family and art served as his main inspiration to fight. I don't know how old the wife is, but sixteen, four years old. Wow! All right, and that's it. That's what I have in music news for you. All right, we got to give away our secret text word prize. Time to do that, Kathy. Who's getting it? Thirteen. All right, call number thirteen two one five two six three WMMR. You need to know the secret text word in order to win. When we get back, we'll get that winner. We'll also get the letter of the day for the word of the week and more. Stay put. We'll be right back. This Thursday, WMMR celebrates our birthday, April 29th, 1968. The day the switch was flipped from Sinatra and Company to the Marconi Experiment, beginning an amazing run playing everything that rocks for the best listening audience in Philadelphia. To commemorate this special day and the impending return of live music, Pierre will take up residence in the MM archives and feature the best live music we've recorded over the past 53 years. Happy birthday to us, 93.3 WMMR. As we're at the end of our show today, uh, but... A couple things to do before we wrap up. One of them involves taking a phone call because we had a secret text word prize and we got to get ourselves a winner. So we were looking for caller number 13. I'm going to go to the phones and speak to Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Are you there? Yes, I am. All right, Ashley, do me a favor and give me the secret text word, please. Shorts. Shorts is correct, yes. Nice work of that, Ashley. We are going to give you a digital download, hang on a second, of the action thriller Wildcat, starring Luke Benward and Black Mirror's Georgina Campbell. Uh, when a reporter is taken captive by a dangerous militant group, she must turn the tables to prevent a deadly terrorist attack. Ooh. You can buy or rent it today on digital and on demand. It's rated R from Paramount Pictures. And then we also have a random texture that won that, and it is Mark uh, DiGiovanni, who is from Chad's Ford, Pennsylvania. So we will give you the digital download of Wildcat as well, my friend. Congratulations to you. Um, and I would like to thank our guest who is on the show today, Sosie Bacon. Yeah! Daughter of Kevin Bacon and Kira Sedgwick. She was, Bacon. She was adorable, man. She was great. She was really sweet, and and uh, she is... Almost 20. 30. Oh, okay. Yeah, almost. She turns 30 next year. Yeah. Um, and she is in the show Mayor of Easttown, which is uh, filmed, shot, and takes place here in, in the area. It do. And uh, she loved being in Philly. Uh, although it was under quarantine, she really couldn't do, do much, but uh, she did love being in her dad's hometown, and she has a lot of family here, so it was cool to have her on. And Mayor of Easttown, by the way, is on Sunday nights. At 10 p.m. on uh, HBO. And you can see that on HBO Max as well. So nice to have her on. Nice to see you, sir. Nice to be seen by yous. And is it as warm as we hope it is? Yeah, it's nice. I, I wore a 
like a little hoodie sweatshirt, uh, completely unnecessary. Didn't need it. Yeah, but I'm still conditioned to do that. Yeah. Um, right. The, we haven't. Steve and I are both fans of a long spring, yes, and uh, and a and a long fall and a moderate summer, right? <laughs> which yes. we often don't get. You get what you get, yeah, uh, as the great Mister O'Brien once said. <laughs> um, and um, but uh, like the the blooms are coming a little early, like azaleas and dogwoods are already in bloom, and they're kind of uh, rushing it. Um, I'm not. I'm not upset with this spring it's rolling out okay yeah. you know uh, and again 80s are workable we just yeah. don't want to go to like 96 right because uh, yeah it can switch in a day right and, and we don't want that we don't want that no um and but you said it's going back down and if it days. will yes All back right. to norm, normal springitude okay springitude it is um, excellent there it is excellent shall we do the letter i do here we go Preston and steve on 93.3 wmmr now, the Daily Letter. And the President and Steve Show brought to you today by the letter... A as in Alabama. Excellent. We have $300 from the bagster to give away. The bagster. <laughs> a dumpster in a bag. Perfect for all home improvement cleanups. And you just pick one up today at any of your local home improvement stores. Buy, fill, and gone. So we'll give that away on Friday, which will be here before you know it. Uh, what's shaking today, man? Action. Act. Really? Yeah. It just never stops. Never stops. <laughs> uh, but we will Big have stuff. workforce blocks of the Beatles and Oasis Ooh. and uh, Pearl Jam. Today's a five year anniversary, Nicholas, of the uh, two shows where they did 10. Um, yeah. Today's the 28th. Uh, and then tomorrow's the anniversary of the MMR shout out when they actually did all of 10 um, and lowered the banner. And. Um, so the, uh, from the vaults of the archives, we'll go a little early on that because tomorrow we're going to spend the entire day of mine in the archives. Uh, it's a birthday. birthday. Yeah. Yes. So, you know, you don't do the, I guess it's your fives and your zeros, your 45th, your 50th, 55, 60, all that stuff that you tend to focus on. But um, for our 53rd, we always do something. So for our 53rd, we're going to do spend the day in the archives um, and do all live music. We got, I mean, you guys have had... You think of how many people have played on your show alone. I know. You know, on can't wait my to show, get back to that on Jackson's show. Yeah, um, did you guys have anyone play in um, sequential or uh, what do you call it? Abstentia. Uh, 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 you mean from a from a distance? Yeah, that. We Abstentia. Did a, um, yeah. We did a, a great. We had a really great performance at Camp Out for Hunger this year with um, Nothing But Thieves, right? And uh, they were great. They, they they knocked it out of the park, and and so I mean, you know, it, that was over Zoom, but might might be something worth pulling. Yeah, if we can find it. We had an old one from uh, James Taylor. That was great. Was pretty oh, amazing. I gotta find that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to have that one in. I mean, I still flash back to Cage the Elephant when they changed the lyrics of the song. To just want to listen to Preston and Steve telling me. Mm. I mean, do you, know you say cool cage? You meant struts. You, I, did you I say, did say you say cage. cage I did mean struts. Yeah, sorry. Thank you for that correction. Uh huh. Cage the struts. Cage the struts. <laughs> struts the well, that's the new band we're starting. I like strut the elephant. <laughs> and well, it's cage the struts the elephant. Ah. Hey, uh, by the way, we have the James Taylor Caroline in my mind. Uh, from Carolina? our show, it's, it is in the system. Oh, sweet. So it's right there. Okay, good. Uh, we'll get to that tomorrow. Um, and uh, so that's going to be, uh, we'll spend my entire show in the archives tomorrow. So Great. all live stuff. Newer stuff, you know, werewolves of uh, Bryn Mawr, yeah. the, the great old <laughs> stuff. We, yeah. Bill Weston on the 50th anniversary found stuff that I didn't know existed 
He found America doing a horse with no name so cool. on MMR at uh, the legendary Sigma Sound Studios. Wow. I mean, keep in mind, MMR, you know, that was 1972-ish, I brand guess. Brand new. Yeah, brand new. And, you know, it'd be like uh, Cage the Thieves coming in today. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> American or, elephants. Or yeah. like the elephants. Nothing but elephants. And nothing yeah. but uh, angels. American elephants. <laughs> and Kathy's uh, Home Wreckers. Yes. Uh, which is my favorite new All band. All the bands. Um but no, I mean, uh, the the thing <laughs> is, you know, they always played everything that was coming up, and yeah, but I didn't even know that we had that. Uh-huh. And Bill found it, you know, stuff like that. So we'll go way back, and then we'll do stuff uh, that was done recently. Excellent. We have a great uh, Corey Taylor uh, when he played on Jackson's show, and he did he covered Tom Petty, um, you know, stuff like that. It's going to be neat. So that'll be uh, tomorrow, um, Pearl Jam today, and also later today at 2 o'clock, as I said, action-packed. We have Tim McElrath, the lead singer of Rise Against, uh, and they've got a great new song out and a great new record, and uh, so we will um, go from 2 to 2.30 or so with uh, Rise Against music and conversation with Tim McElrath. Nice, man. Excellent. I'm really looking forward to tomorrow, too. It's going to be, be fun. I want to thank our sponsors, Preston and Steve Show, brought to you today by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, also by Villanova's College of Professional Studies. Pursue the next you. And by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. We were just talking about great music tomorrow morning. We have a man who's behind some amazing music. And our good friend, Michael Giacchino. Yes. The composer of Hollywood. And his brother just won an Oscar. Wow. Which is pretty amazing. So we'll talk to Michael about that and many other things. Uh, That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day. And we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. And Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Bing, there. Do, do, be, do, 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 do,